Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. (gasps) What year is it? (laughs) Where am I? I did it. I'm back. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. After, after, after last one, week, all, he man. had to come strong, right? So, yeah, that was very theatrical. You almost knocked the microphone over. <laughs> well done. I think I clipped the microphone off, so yeah, I had to fix that in post. <laughs> I thought you'd keep laptop. him down, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so we got Nick and we got Ryan together. Tripod. You got the so. right stuff. <laughs> oh man! So we're back again. The tripod and the tripod's yeah. back. The tripod. Is that what we're going to refer, well, refer to, to the ourselves as now? Yeah, you know where that's from, right? The tripod? No. That's from the girl next door. Yeah. Mm. When the guy's like, we're a fucking tripod. And like, <laughs> no. I was thinking, uh, what is that? Uh, the spy who shagged me. What is his name? Oh, uh, Austin Powers? Austin Powers. Austin Powers, Austin Powers. Oh, okay. Powers is talking about um, Mini-Me. <laughs> when he, like, didn't he call him a tripod? I don't know if he called him a tripod. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, yeah, he yeah. A tripod. Nice yeah, he, he was talking about his penis, and he was like, "Looks like a baby's arm holding an apple." <laughs> no, in, uh, what was it in uh, in uh, the girl next door? Just like we're a tripod. If you take off one leg, the whole thing falls off apart. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, we're the tripod. So okay, all right. Oh man, today we're going to be doing it, Chapter One, 2017. Mm. Not the miniseries, although Not that would have been the fun. 1990 yeah. miniseries yeah. with the better punny. We can we can talk about it. We will talk about it because I'm nostalgic and old. So of course, I'm oh yeah, okay. It. Of course, we'll talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh man! So as always, we'll kind of go into movie news, and of course, we gotta talk the biggest thing that happened this week. It's weird, right? There's no the movie news thing. this week. Yeah, to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yada, 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 completely dry. <laughs> oh, did you hear about this whole Sony Disney thing that happened? I didn't right. tell, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Everything's gonna be fine, right? <laughs> so Spider Man, <laughs> you my homie. <laughs> so it's it's not. Everyone thinks it's official, but it's not official just yet. Yeah. Well, there's always negotiations. It's a potential breakup. Money between Sony. Yeah. So it's the potential breakup between Sony and Disney. Now, who do you think's to blame? Sony or Disney? Disney. Sony's to blame. Yeah, that's what I heard. In this case, it's Sony, but I'll tell you what, Disney doesn't need more money, so Disney should cow down a little bit and just say, fine, we'll take From what I hear, yeah, from what I hear, Disney is pushing too much into the profits. But Sony doesn't, and I'm telling you, there's plenty of articles that have been written, we're not going to wax too poetic on this, but Sony's Spider-Man won't make a billion dollars without the Avengers connections. No, it's... We've already seen... It's never made a billion dollars. Yeah, we've already seen what happens. uh, You know, the last one that came out, Farm From Home. Yeah, exactly. And I think Homecoming as well, I think. Homecoming was close. I don't know if it made a billion. We could check it. Yeah, but that's the only Spider-Man that ever made And that's because it led or followed a huge Avengers movie. That's why. People felt like they had to see it. Well, Disney is a powerhouse. Like, why do they need the extra money yeah why do they need extra money well, can they kind of calm down with some of these percentages of profits so like from, that's so, what i hear that they're asking for too much <laughs> a lot of people they, they always kind of they're blaming disney on this i think well, disney has at least some right to it because uh and it's a lot of kind of talking around so they were throwing this number out there that really what disney wanted was 50 percent of hmm. like total profits which actually wasn't the case that's what they had so, been getting i thought well no? actually no so it's it's kind of different where basically disney had the merchandising rights to the toys and yes, everything yes. they would collect that sony had about 95 percent production rights, so production costs um which gave them a little bit more creative control in some directions uh kevin foggy's always been a part of it he was creating and, control of the story right? yeah and so basically you know, the whole story that was out there was that Disney wanted 50%. 
and then Sony said no, and so they they did the breakup. But what actually was happening is Sony or Disney was shooting for thirty percent of production costs. So all that means is they pick up thirty percent of the production costs of the Dis- of your Spider Man movies, but they get a little bit more Which money. Which are like two hundred million dollar movies. Mm, yeah, no. okay. and so they get more product. They get more money from so adding more to the production costs, and also it would give Kevin Foggy, I guess, a little bit more money too as well, and it would give him a little bit more creative control in what direction the story is going to go to as well. And so Sony didn't really like that because they're trying to say, well, Kevin Foggy's really busy he's got now you know the fantastic four he's got to work on he's got x-men he's got all the avengers and of course you know that's why sony's kind of backing out they don't know if they want to give kevin foggy that much deal and also with production costs to disney but it's not just it's not like one guy controls the whole thing yeah it's an enterprise and a narrative they've already built up it's mainly still like behind all the production it's kevin foggy you know i mean he's he's, he's kind of the main one of the main reasons why this last Spider-Man movie pulled over a billion and just tied everything together. He directly directly. tied it yeah. into the death of Tony Stark's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's been... <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry about that. So he's been behind the production. <laughs> you know, he's been overseeing everything. He's, you know, kind of the top guy in that MCU universe. Of course, he still has a boss above him and everything, but that's how Disney was kind of playing it, where, you know, if you want more of his time, you got to kind of give us a little bit more production costs. So mm. move that 5% to 30 and Sony don't want to go anywhere with it, which I'm just like, you know, Sony hasn't made a really good Spider-Man since Spider-Man 2. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With with Sam Raimi. And there's no way they were pulling a billion dollars. So it's kind of, you know... To me, it's mutual, right? Spider-Man, Sony Spider-Man benefits from being connected to the Avengers. Yeah. And actually, vice versa. The Avengers benefited from having, like, that Tony Stark Spider-Man relationship. So it's mutual. What's the problem? Why can't we just work out the numbers? So if this breakup happens, then Sony will no longer be... Or they will never no longer be able to use Spider-Man in the MCU. Correct. Yeah, so Spider-Man will be MCU. So they would either have to... Yeah. Yeah, and I think Tom Holland, he's kind of talked... Not like during recently, I think he has talked recently, but beforehand when they were talking about Venom crossover, how Tom Holland had spoke about if he was going to do a Venom movie, Venom would have to be included in the MCU. He wouldn't go the other way around because he's not going to give up his MCU ticket. Yeah, yeah. And also, too, it's like, where do you take the Spider-Man story for the next one, for the trilogy, if you get able to get Mark Webb back? Because Tom Holland's Spider-Man is so ingrained in the MCU. You yeah, know, it's almost yeah. impossible to make a Let- third movie without... You know, how are you going to stop referencing Iron yeah. Man? You know what I mean? I All agree. the MCU. Yeah. What you know, you've characters. built already makes it so... It's like the D, it's starting to look like the DC yeah. universe, right? Nobody can... Uh, when you're trying to do these co- comic narratives like this and follow the arc, it'll always get muddy because money will get in the way. And it, it sounds like that Sony is trying to leverage the fact that they've already built this with the MCU, that they can kind of get away with Yeah, they with think a that it's, it's built in now. Yeah, I'm going to get a yeah. billion dollars every time. But Homecoming made 880. Now, that was the one I thought was better. Yeah. The second one makes a billion, again, because it's directly related, comes out basically 30 days after Endgame. Right. So everybody felt like they had to see it to see what the aftermath yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. See what's going to happen. After Iron Man included. goes. So, yeah. So, I mean, they're not going to do it. They're, it's going to get progressively worse. We've already seen it happen. We've yeah, seen it happen with Tony yeah. Maguire. Yeah. We've <laughs> seen it happen <laughs> with Andy yeah. Garber. Now you're going to destroy Tom Holland. So, all right. Oh, there man. we go. Good job, Sony. Yeah. So, <laughs> good job, I mean, Disney. I know because a lot of people are blaming Disney because, of course, everyone sees Disney. You know, they they can't buy Sony because they'll be, they'll have a monopoly. No, on they, could. Everything. <laughs> they could. Well, they just shoveled out. Like, they can what? definitely afford them. <laughs> How much did they pay for Fox? Like a hundred billion or something. Yeah, something like, like yeah they paid an insane amount for Fox, but. Anyway, anyways, that Fox movie poll was at like negative one twenty five million for all their movies they were shoveling out. Oh, Dang, ever since, ever since they acquired it, because they had Dark Phoenix and a whole bunch of projects oh, they had to cancel. Goodness. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not so, about. It really, Disney looks at it just like with Star Wars, right? It's not about how much they paid for something; it's how much money can they make going down the road. Mm. Disney pays all that money to get the rights to yeah. Wolverine, 
Phoenix, these things. So they can fantastic. And I'm sure other properties right. too. And, yeah. and some other ones. A lot of them they actually tanked. There were a bunch of properties that got killed. Oh, yeah. McLean got, yeah, uh, got tanked. Yeah, got Some of the ones, all the harder stuff that was like Geppetto a little too. Movie. Yeah, some <laughs> some Geppetto, Geppetto movie. Yeah. Some Geppetto movie. So let's talk about what the fans want. Do we think that, like, l- let me ask you this. Who replaces the, the whole left by Spider-Man in the Avengers? How does the Avengers move forward? Without Spider-Man. Yeah, without Spider-Man. Like, How big of a problem that? is that? Is Black Panther and Doctor Strange enough? I, mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. I, to be completely honest, right now where it stands in the MCU, I feel like all their characters are weak right now. Yeah. Like they lost their heavy hitters. <laughs> and until yeah. they build up well, Doctor someone. Doctor Strange Matt's going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, we always give him shit. <laughs> okay, Black <laughs> Panther, they've done a pretty good yeah. job of building him up. Yeah, Doctor like Strange, kind of, they did Loser. a good job of building Loser's him club. up. <laughs> but for all these other ones, they, they lost their heavy hitters. Or now Scarlet, they're trying Scarlet to Witch. Is really gonna have Rogers, to step it up. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean because it's it's kind of hard to build alone on, of course, Doctor Strange, but Black Panther too. And you know, I'm glad they were able to get you know the X Men now if they're able to introduce them. Which that yeah, might yeah. And a while. Think about and this: they muddy the waters even more because what we're, the next time we see Hawkeye, the next time we see uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, the next time we see um, what's his face, uh, uh, Vision. Yeah, Vision. Vision. Oh, well, I, I don't Vision know if he's going to show whatever. up at all, yeah. but yeah. or uh, what are the uh, the new Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, TV series, right? So now we're doing all these TV series. It was announced, I think, today, yesterday. Black Panther's not till twenty twenty two. Yeah. So when are we even getting another Avengers movie? Another team up kind of situation? I think it's not going to happen until probably Phase Five because right now they're going to be mainly focusing on the Eternals because they just casted also Kit Harrington as Which is I think weird Black to put Knight that for much the Eternals of an investment in the Eternals. Yeah. So like I mean, a, well, an ancillary it's, car- character. It's a property that not a lot of people know. I didn't even really know too much about it myself until I looked into it, and it doesn't really seem like an exciting storyline, but. What direction they want to go into is like who do you have your next big bad villain be right because you had Thanos who was a pretty bad villain and Galactus. I think was you yeah know, yeah, yeah. He, he was the best villain no, Doctor and, Doom well Either they're way. they're moving more into <laughs> but they, yeah, that's Galactus Sony and... those are those are Sony uh, no, no I think uh, right? they've got Fantastic Galactus Four now, was so. part of uh, was Fox. part of Fox yeah. yeah oh okay yeah no yeah. I, I forgive me yes Fox was the one that I know it gets so complicated yeah it's all over the place so it's all money which is a bummer now I will say we didn't know Guardians of Galaxy before the film or at least I didn't so they can pull it off yeah yeah think that if the gap between now 2022 Black Panther no Avenger movie slated what they're going to try to do is cram in a Fantastic Four or somehow cram in an X-Men so when they build up to the team uh up they can use those characters I don't think they'll try to cram it in they're going to be planning it out that's what they're going to do because they've been planning this stuff out since the phase ones the phase two this is a pivot pivot. (laughs) (laughs) you know what it it sucks because we could have saw Wolverine versus Spider-Man which would have been awesome but I I, I agree with you Tyler I don't think that we're going to see an Avengers movie for a long for a time long, yeah. because they really need to build up their like foundation before they can release they're this basically event back to square one yeah which is exactly okay, I yeah think, yeah because they're kind of going back to formula you're gonna get new characters new kind of you know you're introducing new characters new storylines and as far as the eternals goes nobody really knows too much about them so they can really just do whatever they want with it and the Celestials are pretty big bads, and that's yeah, kind of yeah. a, that's kind yeah. of a good way to kind of step into. This is good for it. me and, because I can go back to hating Spider-Man. And, again. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, would, I would say too because when they first started with Phase One, they didn't have A-list characters, they didn't have the X-Men, they didn't have Fantastic Four, they didn't have Spider-Man. They lost all that, you know, in order to stay alive. Well, Iron Man and Captain so, America. I mean, yeah, those, those are, were yeah. those are your B hitters. Yeah. You know, I mean, Thor, that's really I actually they made them A hitters. So. The first Thor movie was a B, like a B movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it with the blonde eyebrows. Yeah, Australian guy with the slick 
perfect blonde hair. Like, what's this nonsense? Yeah, so <laughs> you know, they I, won me over. <laughs> yeah, so I would say, you know, they're really good at turning those B and C list characters into A characters or B characters. So I'm I think, hoping. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I think they could really move ahead, and it'd be nice if they were able to keep Spider Man, but I don't think it'll, well, I don't we'll think see. it'll keep them down. We'll so, see. Because they're back. Again, like we mentioned before, and you the, can't keep them down. You can't keep them down, right? The caveat is they could still strike a deal at some point. Yeah, so maybe okay. something's going to get worked out. All right, so. so going into that other Spider-Man news, they re-released Spider-Man Far From Home with four extra minutes. Uh, yeah, you brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what was in the four extra minutes? <laughs> no, or? I don't, but uh, it's it's supposed to be like some uh, an extended action it's, scene. It's, all, it's four extra minutes of Jake Gyllenhaal and Spider-Man in that creepy bar. Just <laughs> Just that's all it is. Yeah, so, talking about girls. Yeah, just so talking about girls, man. They did this with the Avengers Endgame, and now yeah. they're doing this with Spider-Man Far From Home. It's now, dollar bills. Yeah, that's true. They're it's, just trying to give you an incentive to buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, but uh, so a lot of this, they would save it for the Blu-ray. That's why you would buy it. You're like, yeah, oh, come, I guess that's true. buy the Blu-ray so that you can see this extra four minutes yeah. that you haven't seen. Deleted but, scenes or whatever it but is. But instead yeah. of doing that, now they're releasing it in theaters. What are you guys' thoughts about that? How do you feel about that? I know it's just so that they can get more money more people because most of the money that they get grossing is yeah. from watching it in theaters right i mean they they I, did it for, for avengers specifically office, to get the yes. record okay. mm-hmm. so remember that was the basic reason the driving force behind that was they wanted to bump over avatar mm. so this one i don't totally get maybe they just because they're getting some profits and they're not going to get yeah. them anymore yeah they're squeeze just a little bit more juice out of the orange and then walk away i don't really know but i'm not going to see yeah. it again. and same thing <laughs> i don't because... give a crap about the four minutes mm. Forget it. <laughs> yeah i'm not going to see it with the four extra minutes and also too with the whole marvel sony thing we don't know if that was maybe Marvel's thing or Sony's mm, thing, but as yeah, far as yeah. releasing it at four extra minutes, Sony could have been like, "Hey, that's a good idea. Let's do this with yeah, our it thing." Could be that. I could it could have sparked it. the argument. Uh-huh. Yeah. Know, right? <laughs> okay. I, outside uh-huh. of outside of Endgame, is there another movie? Like, would there be a movie that did this that you would be like, "Okay, yeah, I'd go back to the theater." There's um, a lot of movies that have done it, like The Godfather when they yeah. spliced it together, re-released it. Apocalypse Now, director's cut. There are director's cuts that make yeah. a difference. The Kubrick uh, Eyes Wide uh, Eyes Wide Shut director's cut is better than the other one you know i always pub uh, schneider's director's cut of batman v superman so you know i yeah. I, I think i saw no i bought the ultimate cut on blu-ray mm-hmm. um, but if they re-released it i bet you i would have gone i probably would watch it i yeah. would say for big movies i would watch maybe if they released it with more extra footage let me but not like a spider-man far from home you know what i yeah, mean not, I not a second let me ask, Spider-Man. Let me ask Tyler know, this, game, we go to, yeah, we go to but... war on this a little bit Uh-oh. if they release the schneider cut of justice league only theaters would you pay 15 yes I, I would watch it would you Ryan? yeah i haven't even seen the yeah, first seen one. either one. I'll take them You're with lucky. me, so they'll be you my date. There, so. <laughs> we'll, but we'll take the tripod. Now. Well, yeah. I would also go. I, I would. Pay I, I, I would. I would go. I have so. a co-worker that's ride or die for. Like literally, he says, "You got if you're gonna watch the movie, you got to watch the director's cut." And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's like three no, hours." It's, yeah, it's, like, it's like, does he even know you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he just stops me every time he passes me. Ryan's time is so precious. Right? <laughs> three hours. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, you did two forty-five with Almost Famous. You survived. Man. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is this a, that's funny when you said that. That's, that's a, there's a director's. Yeah, cut. that's literally the longest movie that I've watched for this podcast so oh, far. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Disney, because of course Disney Plus is gonna, you know, Disney's the madhouse. You know, they're the powerhouse right now. Oh god. But uh, so of course we watched the Mandalorian trailer. There's a lady in the tramp, and mm. 
I don't. Think, I want to talk a little yeah. bit about the Mandalorian. Yeah, because Lady and the Tramp okay, is so. just like another one of those. Yeah, yada, so yada, yada. Mandalorian. <laughs> I would say I was really into that trailer, so I actually really liked it. What did you like about it? Um, well, that first shot when you have the kind of the ship flying over, I'm like, that's yeah. such a nice shot. Mm, that is mm, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue, Rogue One vibe. Yeah, a little yeah. bit Rogue One vibe. Uh, yeah. but also the tone too, there was a little bit goofy in that movie, but initially we thought uh-huh. that was going to be a darker movie that kind of muddied it up as it went along. Yeah, all those hard edits. But this is like looks like Favreau has control. Yeah, and it's got a nice clean dark tone all the way through i really <laughs> like the uh and, the gunfight the laser gunfight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see that little robot that's like yeah, shooting around that like gunslinger thing, thing. yeah and <laughs> nick like i feel like with the trailer you can cut anything and make it seem like a lighter or darker thing. No, like, i don't yeah. think so <laughs> yeah sometimes it does happen that way but when you talk about the filters the aerial shots the sand showing like the wild sergio leone kind of like wild wild west stuff that is a tone and i think like we can pretty much you know, derived yeah. from that, the tone. It looks I like, good, though. Yeah, it, it looks, looks it, good. To me, no, like, I was, I had a low expectation, and my expectation has now risen from it. So. In, in the next couple of days, all right, audience members, hopefully I can do this. <laughs> right. I'm You're going to take like that trailer, trailers. I'm yeah. going to take that trailer, and I'm going to re-edit it, <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to yeah. just <laughs> change the tone to make it, like, fun Listen, and live. If you have time <laughs> yeah. to do that, producer Ryan, you can watch a director's cut. Right? So <laughs> but go. I'm going to re-release that, and I'm going to I'm going to tag Nick in this, and audience members, go and give that a thumbs up so that he can see it. Make sure he knows. But also, uh, Taco Batiti, he's going to direct a couple episodes in and this Bryce too Dallas as well. Howard too. Oh, yeah, so okay. that, all right. He's going to bring other directors. The guy from the Clone it, Wars, so. I don't know that guy, but so they, know, they got either, some heavy yeah. hitters coming in to direct these episodes. Yeah, so, so. I'm excited for yeah, this. Yeah. I think I might be a little bit more excited for The Mandalorian than maybe The Rise of Skywalker. Maybe The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so, but it. it's just, you know, it looks like something somewhat original, you know, as far as yeah, it goes. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind seeing kind of a Western style, you know, space battle type of thing happening. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah. And I like the scene where he's holding the gun. He's got like part of his fingers off him. Like, oh, man. I like that, that he uses good. the like, little uh, lasso thing, too. Oh, yeah. The guy yeah, 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 yeah. fight yeah. scene in there. So, so. And you see the droid from, I think, Empire Strikes Back is on there. I think so, so like, there's yeah. a lot of it, it takes place in the time period after Return of the Jedi before Force so Awakens. Between three and four. So there's and a lot of stuff there. That's you know? Wild Wild West, too. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you've got yeah, the yeah. rise of the Emperor coming yep. up, the Empire and everything. Yep, the and law so. has been destroyed, and now they got to reset with, yeah. presumably, the Rebels. Especially on Tatooine. Yeah. I think it looks great. And I'm like you said, I don't know that I was going to... I probably was going to get Disney Plus no matter what. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, no, I got it. That looks good. Yeah, that looks so good. They got got my money Interesting. Good luck luck trying to download that off the internet. Disney will come after you. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll show up at your front doorstep. And and just like we mentioned. (laughs) Smash computer. We mentioned it last week, right? Obi-Wan was confirmed as Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And it's a series. And it's already written, apparently. So yeah, yeah. It's going to go right into production. They're doing a good job at keeping their things under wraps. Unlike Breaking Bad. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. So that's a good segue, Tyler. <laughs> that was a great segue. Well so, good, good at this. <laughs> but uh, that that got leaked, and it's going to be called El Camino. It's the Breaking Bad movie. I don't That's like that title. Go... You got to take on that. That's my I hot take. Fine. My short hot take <laughs> this week. Sure. I don't like the title. Why? <laughs> why specifically? You don't like the title? I don't know. I just don't know what it means. And that was Jesse Pinkman's car when it's, he drove away. Yeah. It was the El Camino yeah, he drove in, right? I yeah. I just don't like it. You just don't like it. We oh, already okay, get well. that it's going to be about Jesse because we know what yeah, happens at the end of Breaking Bad. Or do we? Is that necessary? Does he die? Come on. Oh, spoiler alert! But does he die? Soap opera now. So he becomes a force ghost. Everybody knows. Everybody. Oh my god! I'm just yelling at Jesse. No, I'm excited for. I mean, like. 
it's the aftermath of Jesse. We don't get any mention of Walter White. And there's kind of been like that theory that did he survive in because typically they talk no, about gunshot wounds to the stomach. Survive. We just <laughs> saw him survive. pass out. That's all we got. We just saw Darth him Maul was cut in half. He also should not have survived. He That's survived. He got robot legs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever. He's got man. a robot leg. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's going to get leaked. I don't know when it comes out, but all we know is just the aftermath. It's going to revolve mainly around Jesse, and it's just going to go straight to Netflix, but it'll also have a airing on AMC, too. Yeah, I saw that. So, that's an interesting... It's do both. Again, we're getting these weird deals, like we talked about the Martin Scorsese um, uh, movie with uh, De Niro and Pacino. Yeah. Um, the Jimmy Hoffa movie. I hoo-ha. Guess. Yeah, hoo-ha. yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, they're going to do this limited release and then also release it on Netflix. Here, the AMC, AMC presumably has some rights. So you're going to release the first... Yeah take of the movie on AMC then everything else goes to Netflix I like that idea so, right there too. I like yeah, it, but yeah. what it is you know producer Ryan mentions it all the time I always bitch about it we don't get to know how successful it is because we can't ever get good information out of Netflix yeah I agree so I agree yeah. I want to know so, like these uh, these statistics or, or the analytics behind yeah. it when a box oh, office is easy anybody. for me yeah. to understand right uh, Nielsen ratings are easy for me to understand but yeah, Netflix yeah. Disney Plus I don't know what they're, I don't know what it means yeah. I don't know what any of it means we don't know how many people are yeah. watching how much yeah, money yeah. they make and what all it means for the people company. watching Triple Frontier I feel like that would be easy for them too. Also, yeah. all they have to do is like every time that it's been downloaded or watched, views, they can just right? show that. Yeah, yeah. It's like with YouTube, how yeah, many exactly. views? Views. But yeah. instead, so. they go through this convoluted manner of saying, "Oh, these are how many subscriptions that we got based on this new release." Yeah, and, the new release, and, and, so. and it changes. It's changed yeah. many times uh, since yeah. it's been out. I'm so sure. It's weird. In Netflix headquarters, they go off of both. You know, how many <laughs> subscriptions is this going to get us, and how many views is it mainly going to get? But they don't release well. the views. No, they won't release the views. So. Because you know, you've got some big flops that are going to happen. On do we Netflix. think Jesse goes back to cooking meth or what? Um, I don't think no. so. I don't think I think so. So what does he do? <laughs> he could do anything. Anything else? Maybe oh, he's he becomes got some a lawyer. Money okay. Yeah, maybe he's then... got some money stashed somewhere. But <laughs> keep in mind, I haven't seen Breaking. Uh, sorry, I haven't seen Better Call Saul season four yet. Mm, so, uh, yeah. so I need to catch up. I saw it in Target too for sale. I was like, maybe I'll just buy the whole series because it's not on Netflix <laughs> just yet. At least last time I checked. But yeah, so we got the Breaking Bad movie. We saw the Lady in the Tramp uh, trailer too yeah. as well. Oh man. Um, you kind of reacted. Yeah. Can I guess what, what it was? Yeah, go for it. It was when the dog talked. Yes. Yeah, right? right? It's a little weird. Now, it's creepy vibe. Weird. Now, all right, the shots were great. Like, the filters it that they had. Good, yeah. yeah, it looks good. But I wish they saved the dog talking for the very end of the trailer because yeah. it looks so it's, strange. It, ca- it, it, ca- it catches you off guard. Yeah, yeah. They, hit you, really they hit you at the end of the trailer with them at the Italian restaurant, yeah. but they don't actually show yeah. the so spaghetti. The CG is kind of weird in it. All the other shots, when it's like a normal dog running around, you're like, oh, that's sweet. That's Kind of, kind of, I get a Marley and Meek feel from it. Yeah, me okay. too. Yeah. You know, it's in. The, we talk about how they market these movies. John Favreau, who did The Mandalorian, and he's he's having a great career. He did The Lion King. Now, I don't care about those movies that much, but the trailer was smart because you don't hear the animals talk. Yeah, yeah. You just at the very end, I think you hear like a whistling or something like that, and that's clever, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not as jarring. Yeah. You'll, you'll experience it the first time you see it. Here, they just give the whole boat away, and it's kind <laughs> no. of creepy, yeah, right? Yeah. See, the Cocker Spaniel looks pretty I, real, and then it opens his mouth, and you're like, what yeah, is that? Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> so I I wish I could make trailers because I, I love that. Like just editing audio and video and all that stuff. If it were me, I would just have these voiceovers going on. You don't show any of the dogs talking. Like Homeward then, Bound. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Homeward yeah. Bound. Yeah. And then at the very end, you get your best scene for them to show them talking. Yeah. But it was kind of strange. It kind of gave me uh, the same feeling that I got when I watched the cat's trailer. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Also a weird one. Your stomach yeah. turns yeah. a little bit. You yeah, you're like, a little bit in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we're going to do this? Uh, is there is somebody asking for this to be done? Or, who's the audience? Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, so we're, there, is this a, a, a 
remake, uh, basically a remake. It's or just going to be another one of those live action remake, but this is straight to streaming. So it's going to be straight to streaming, which I think is a little better because I wouldn't go out and see this. But yeah, yeah. If it's on streaming, I'll probably put it on for the kids. You know what I mean? That's and this yeah, is, yeah. I think that's exactly it, so. why Disney's doing it, right? So you see the Mandalorian, all the stuff with Marvel. They needed something that skewed a little bit younger. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be the tent pole to get the kids back. You got your Star Wars fans. You got your Marvel fans. You got your old school Disney fans. But but tying up these pretty soon they'll own the energy grids callbacks. We have the the 101 Dalmatian with Emma Correct. Stone oh, going that's to be right. pre- playing Cruella yes. Deville prequel. Cruella yes. kind of Cruella Deville. Yeah, like yeah. I'm okay it. with that. That's interesting casting. I'm fine with it. Well, Glenn Close was the first Cruella Deville. She was amazing. Very good. And Emma Emma Stone is very attractive, and she's going to make saying me. Saying Glenn Close isn't attractive. Well, she's you attractive. ever seen Fatal Attraction? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the word attraction. Best kind of hot. In 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 101 Dalmatians, it's kind of like ah, but now I'm going to feel these feelings for Cruella DeVille and I'm like women ah. on the podcast. Yeah. that's not good <laughs> hey I love women I love men like I'm all inclusive I, you know, I, my hot take on Emma Stone is I like her 50% of the time I loved her in The Help um, I did not like her in the Spider-Man movies. I liked her mm-hmm. in the uh, Yorgos Yamathios movie that came out uh, about the Queen there a couple years ago where she oh, was nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Yeah. And I did not like her in um, the that crazy Hawaiian stupid movie love. Or, or oh, Hawaiian okay. Aloha. You like her crazy love. stupid love? I did not. No. Really? But she was amazing in La La Land. So it's this yeah, weird yeah. Like, 50-50 yeah. thing with me with her. So. It's a give and take. What about but I, but I like her in this role. She it's an interesting role for her. Uh, she was amazing in that. Yeah, that was her first one, right? She was amazing in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I like uh, her in comedies, so this is somewhat of a comedy. Agreed, so agreed. Yeah, she yeah, has yeah. a funny, good, good timing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know she's cousins with The Rock? Is that true? Are you serious? No, it's because her name's Emma Stone. It's The Rock. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. That was a good That's joke. That was a good joke. Oh, God. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. speaking yeah, of which, that out there. Uh, The Rock got married to his longtime oh, yeah. girlfriend. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So yeah. I was wondering about that. Yeah, just a quick yeah, tangent. Well, congratulations, Dwayne The Rock Congratulations, Johnson. Dwayne The Rock You'll Johnson. always be my scorpion king. Did we so? see uh, there's <laughs> a new nothing jo- else. On that note, there's a new John Cena movie coming out with the kids in the fire. He has like he adopts these kids and brings them into the firehouse where he's like a fireman. And the mm. kids mess up all the stuff. It's kind of a cute looking movie. Oh, oh really? playing okay. with fire is what it's called. I oh, thought it was like a, it's one of those like, like the pacifier type movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks I all like right. I like John Cena. Me too. Yeah, I kind of like him like too. I like him just enough. I like yeah. he was w- great w- in w- wreck, right? <laughs> if, he, if they ever did the Dark Universe, if that ever got off ground again, you got to cast John Cena as the Invisible Man. Mm. I like it. This is a meme. You know what I mean? Yeah, And then he just keeps on waving his hand in front of his face. No, no, no. What you do is you don't even make him invisible. You don't have to pay for any CGI. Just like Mystery Men. Yeah. Well, every millennial is going to be like, I didn't see him at all in this thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'll literally play with it till the day they die. Of you show them a picture, will. you put a gun to their head. Who do you see in this picture? They're like, I don't see anybody in this picture. Have you seen the Scooby Doo memes? The Scooby Doo memes? Yeah, when what, with he... Shaggy or with uh... no, when he uh, guest stars in one of oh, the episodes. Oh no, I haven't seen the memes, but I know he's in one of the movies. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he does a lot, but. Oh man, do we want to talk a little bit about Matrix Four real quick? Or? Yeah, let's just briefly cover it because yeah. we're all super stoked. So that's about confirmed, it. right? That's, yeah. that's it is confirmed. Happen, Done but... deal. And Lena Wachowski's coming back, so she's gonna co-write and direct. Just one of the two uh, sisters now. Uh, yeah. So you know, at least you're gonna get the creative team that you want doing now, doing making the movie. It's... You know, Carrie mm-hmm. Ann Moss. You know, Keanu's coming back. Did they say Fishburne yet? I have no idea. So that I did not see, but at least those first two stars are coming so back. So my thing on the Matrix, at least right now, just a little bit, is it's been a long time since I've seen it. I know the yeah, first one here. is very regarded, very quickly accepted. Yep. Incredible. But, and the fans love it too, but I always hear like the second and third one just kind of fell off the boat. It's not as strong, and it's because partially they didn't expect to get a trilogy out of it. It's, it's just possible. something that blew up. I, I, I don't still know. like the been, second and third yeah, one. It's There's... been so long since 
as I've seen that it. So I can't really say anything. That 30-minute scene yeah. on the highway in the second one is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That. And there's With some the good twins. moments. And actually, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't like the this, twins, but because yeah. I'm, I'm that guy, I love the scene where the old man explains the Matrix basically on the park bench and, and revolutions. So uh-huh. there's moments that are as good as the se- in the second and the third that are as good as the first movie. But the first movie as a whole, because of how original it was, because of the cinematography and how interesting it was, you're not going to top that anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's hard to make a trilogy. So I don't yeah. know. I, I'm looking forward to it. And I think there's room Just in Spider Man. It's hard yeah, to make it. Exactly. Tom yeah, right? Just they got, Tom Holland. Yeah. They got Bill Pope to be the cinematographer, and I really, really like him. He's done a couple movies like Legends of the Fall. We talked about it in right. the Shawshank yes. episode where yes, he won the yes. Oscar for that, and I was pretty pissed about it. He also was cinematographer for Braveheart. So it's going to have that glossy look that we want it to have. Okay. If it looks right, if the tone is right, you got Keanu. I mean, this is the Keanu Assance or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. So Keanu's he's taking over fire. the world again. But so I'm, I'm just definitely interested to see where they're going to take the story in Matrix 4 because yeah. Matrix 3 ended pretty uh God. i'd yeah. have to rewatch well all there's of them a to be there's a, a basically yeah. a compromise between the robots and the humans yeah and they go yeah on living so just like sony and disney the deal falls apart and now we gotta revisit the gotta compromise. <laughs> yeah. it's time to renegotiate our deal so mm. it's got to have something to do with a child that they have i would think Spoiler. that would make the most logical I sense but i don't know I don't, i'm not writing it <laughs> they had a kid. right you gotta have at least one of the wokowskis involved so we have that so good for yeah. them we'll see yeah, how yeah. Works yeah. Out. you guys got anything left for movie news that's pretty much it for yeah, me. There's so much of it, so we could skip. Nobody wants to talk about Bond 25. Bond no, 25. No, we can, no time, we can no mention that. No yeah. Time to Die. The title came out. Yeah, I thought yeah. it's an interesting title. You think they would kill James Bond? Yeah. You think they would? I think they would. I mean, they've already got a new no, one. I don't think up, they would. So. No, no. Like, well, like the like it. a person or like the, the series. They're gonna really the kill character. Daniel Craig. No, so. the <laughs> like, well, I know that it's crazy to think because Daniel Craig he was saying how much that he didn't want to do it he anymore. Hates it. Yeah, he's a whiner. yeah, yeah. He's and a whiner, and yeah. then I was so surprised when they released that he's going to be Bond again. Yeah, I, money. I, I <laughs> amazing. I legitimately <laughs> thought that they were going to have a, a female Bond, and I was I was looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot. Yeah, I wanted that because as Nick has mentioned before like originality change that that makes a franchise refreshing yeah. well, I mentioned it because the actress from Captain Marvel was rumored to take over the 007 moniker yeah. right so don't know her name but yeah, thing, I, yeah, I forget about. her name yeah. too but she's, she was really good in that <laughs> um, but the thing is she's not super yeah, yeah. She's, she's a British actress but the thing is if you're gonna announce that then it's logical that why would she take the number if the other Bond doesn't die right so maybe yeah. they're actually gonna kill Bond maybe I remember the Dark Knight Rises I was like oh they killed Batman I'm surprised they did that um, but you know but it's yeah, yeah that's a little bit of a, yeah. It's so maybe they do something like that. <laughs> Brie Larson. Yeah. No, 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 her friend. Her friend. Oh, friend. Not Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, let me pull that uh, up then. The African American actress. I don't. I don't know her. Uh, her name. So okay. She's good. She's a but British actress. I got she's her. I got her. Stuff, I've but, only uh, seen her in Captain Marvel that. that I know of. So is it Lashana? Lashana. Yeah, Lashana. Yeah, she's gonna be the one that will probably take over. I'm fine if they kill off, you know, Daniel Craig. But yeah. I haven't I haven't even seen Spectre, you know. I, oh, I you fell haven't seen off Spectre? Of it. It's yeah, terrible. I fell off of it. Um, <laughs> well, terrible. I mean, it's got good cinematography. Yeah, the I movie really fell off weak. of it, and that Lashana was that. Lynch. Yeah, it's funny right. because uh, what is that? The Mission Impossible movies, even though they're pumping out sequel after sequel, I hear they're still very good. Yeah, like, they are uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So progressively better, basically. They're and, at least holding the line. And yeah. I would put them in the same like category, like 007 and, yeah. and Mission Ethan, Impossible. Ethan Hunt is the American James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 
so I would like to see Daniel Craig die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, all right, audience members in Straight the, through a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> in the context of 007. <laughs> I always I always give like uh the especially the story writers and, and the directors too, and and to some extent the movie studios also, when they do something weird, like when they kill Gwen Stacy in a Spider Man movie. It's a bad Spider Man movie, but I remember when she dies, I'm like Ballsy. Oh, oh yeah. crap, you killed Gwen Stacy. Yeah, like, yeah. You. you did something. So if they did it, it would be a big moment, you know. So, Definitely, yeah. I agree. Well, that's all we got for movie news right there. So today we're going to be doing It Chapter 1, the 2017 version. Let me ask you this. Just right off the bat, It Chapter 1, it was not called It Chapter 1 till after? Yes, till afterwards. So afterwards. It's kind of like we have It and then the final title or the end card at the end of it. It's just It than chapter one yeah right? yeah so i mean we all kind of figured it was going to get a sequel because it really did well like in its opening weekend it is the too, highest so. grossing r-rated horror movie of all time until it is chapter it? two comes really? out so yeah. we're talking numbers right off the bat yeah right okay so it's a 35 million dollar budget we talk about these horror movies they're a little bit cheaper now it is a you know obviously it's a tentpole movie it's ip they did a miniseries on it. it's a very very famous no- novel from 1986 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you know they're going to give them a little bit of money but and andy muschetti is that what we yeah, say muschetti muschetti whatever you know we're talking about Famous yeah. horror director. They gave him thirty-five million dollars. He decided he was going to show just the kids' part. The mm-hmm. novel bounces back and forth. The miniseries yeah. that I love from nineteen ninety bounces back and forth timeline-wise. Mm-hmm. This is a straight line. Yeah. So thirty-five million. It makes seven hundred million worldwide. Three twenty-seven domestic. Three seventy-two overseas. Now so everybody I, loved mm. it. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. And opening crazy. weekend, I think it did about one hundred and sixty million opening yep. weekend, something around there. So it really just it crushed exceeded it. expectations. Mm-hmm. But what we want to know is what. Ryan's reaction was. Those kids are traumatized. Yeah, they're scarred yeah. for life, and these are going to be thoughts for their therapist. <laughs> childhood traumas. Lead do, to we, traumas do we like so. all the child actors? They're mostly newcomers. I mean, you see the guy from Shazam in there. No, I think they're great. The no, I think actually things. the child yeah, actors in this are really solid. They're legit. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're really solid. For those of you who don't know the story of it, it's a story of how you can just beat the shit out of a clown to solve all your problems. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I still don't understand why people. People were saying, man, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is so hot. Like, people were legitimately yeah, right. well, saying that. that's a little that. weird right there. <laughs> no, yeah, that's... And it, it was strange because without looking at him, man, he looks like the the makeup. Yeah, and, no, it's solid makeup, Yeah, it's too. great. It's good. Yeah. But I will say that some of the effects, especially the very first effect when uh, when he kills... Uh, Georgie? Uh, Georgie. Georgie, yeah. 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 Georgie. That effect was terrible. The, yeah. And it was the very was first one. Cheesy. Yeah, I yeah. like the yeah. rain and the way they shot it. There's so many things. This movie, and we'll get, we'll get to the rating and all that stuff but just to spoil a little bit I like about half of this movie and I really don't like about half of this yeah. movie. Well, I say let's just go all spoilers because yeah. it's been out for oh, yeah, a couple yeah. years and chances are people have seen this. 2017, so it's yeah. been out there. And, and we're now, prepping so. for chapter two. So if you yeah. haven't seen it yet, you're wasting time hey, right man, now. Hey, man, go watch it real quick. It's pretty, <laughs> I, I like it. But just kind of on that Georgie seed too where, uh, you know, Georgie and Pennywise are talking to the famous, you know, uh, yes, yes. the famous rain gutter and yeah, everything. Yeah. I really enjoy it too. And just kind of the dialogue between Georgie and Pennywise is like, me, Pennywise, you, Georgie. Now yeah. we're not strangers. Like, okay. That definitely works. His, you know? his, his voice is interesting and, and the teeth are interesting. So I do like that. All right. That, that line, yeah. that line, now we're not strangers, are we? That's Get what, in my van. Yeah. <laughs> that's what pedophiles and one night stands stay. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. That's the line right there. Yeah. That's, but that's what it. I really enjoy about that scene, too, is basically, you know, they're having that dialogue. They're going back and forth and how he's talking about, can't you smell the carnival down here and everything? Mm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then he brings up the popcorn. And he's yeah. like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. And he gets Georgie to laugh. And as soon cute, as Georgie yeah. laughs, he's 
just dead silent and he yeah. stares at him. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, Jar- you see Georgie get just unsettled. And of course, he goes, Well, don't you want your boat? Bill's going to kill you. Yeah. And you know, just <laughs> everything like that. And because if you don't know, Pennywise, he feeds off fear. That's yeah. the thing. He, yeah. he, it makes the meat it's supposed to taste better yeah. and everything. Yeah. In both the novel, all the movies, it's all about fear. The more fear you have, the stronger it. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, you know, the more tastier, I guess, you get in everything. And so. Right. And I don't know that but, they like with the ending of this movie, it's perfectly clear that that's working, that as they stick together. I mean, they kind we'll, of touch we'll, on it. We'll talk about the bit. ending. Yeah, we'll uh, go into it. But, but I will say this. We talked about in Green green Room, right? You don't stick your arm out the door. Yes. You don't stick your arm in the sewer. <laughs> yeah. Man. You want to give me the boat back? Throw it out yeah. the thing. They, they <laughs> broke a lot of rules. Yeah, I was come like, on, why man. are they splitting up? Why do you separate? <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'll throw And I really enjoy that part, you know, when he's just all dead silent, when Pennywise is just looking at him because, you know, he does that on purpose because when he gets happy, of course, that ruins the, the meat fear. for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So okay, he's got to get him re-scared yeah, yeah. and everything. And of course, that effect, it, when I first saw it, it does look a little off. Yeah. You know, they do have better effects later on. The dialogue on, and the intimacy of off. the sewer and the kid is interesting, but the but the effects are a little weird. I want to yeah. ask about it's very the hit effects miss. of like yeah. the... The mouth that comes that, out of Pennywise. Some of it, some of it works I don't love it. I don't love some it. of it works for me, and then some of it doesn't. Yeah, like, so, I don't like you know, when I don't you're know looking you at it that, from but... the forward POV, and you see the teeth on the inside. It's kind of interesting, but when the thing comes out, it looks a little weird. So whenever, yeah. whenever they do the mouth stuff, especially when like his jaw unhinges and then kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah and stuff like that. The it looks bad, thing or whatever, and then yeah. he kind of opens it up in front of what's her name, Beverly, and yeah. then gives like hypnotizes her or whatever. Her dead eye, his but dead I yeah. like as you mentioned the effects and uh, and the CG is hit and miss. But there's some times where I'm like, wow, that looks really good. Yeah. When um the transformations, when Pennywise is changing from these different characters, when he's Georgie, and then all of a sudden they kill, he kills Georgie, and then he kind of extends his body parts yeah. and turns into Pennywise that looked really good right. yeah or and when he's coming out of the, the, the yeah the refrigerator or the yeah, closet or whatever. whatever yeah, right. yeah and he's yeah. contorted yeah, and he's yeah. contorted yeah. that looked really good looks too good. Yeah. but then they have the part where he his legs turn into kind of the spider legs or whatever that looks goofy to me oh yeah, yeah the praying so, mantis again it's yeah. like yeah. 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 Bad. now I will say this you can see here with Muschietti there are shades of Guillermo del Toro yes sort oh, yeah. of type of you know because he did Mama which uh, has that look too which I really really like the movie I love the cinematography the CGI's a lot in that one too but a little bit budget. it is a little bit would, off but you capture that budget, tone yeah. this one i don't know like the lighting kind of interferes with that look a little bit at times so i thought like the tone kind of skewed because w- when you're trying to squeeze those effects in and it's like out in daylight or whatever or the old house like yeah. i don't know that stephen king material necessarily and that type of cinematography go hand in hand like yeah. that well so. of course they do kind of their own liberties i mean i haven't read the yeah, book but yeah. you know as far as like the way he transforms because of course you know back then what scared people was usually like you know your old school monster movie you had your Frankenstein. Yeah, you had, yeah. You had your mummies, yep. your vampires, all that stuff. And of course, they kind of had to readapt that for the '80s, which is what this is what it's filled in. '89. Batman yeah, yeah, is yeah. playing at the movie theater. Come yeah, on, 1989. Yeah, exactly. Lethal Weapon Two, right? I don't know if you got that Beetlejuice poster. <laughs> of, in course. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. of course, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm paying attention to the most. <laughs> he has one in his own Steve, room. By the well, way, Stephen not... King didn't want it to be a clown initially. He wanted it to be like a troll that lives in the sewer. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. He it evolved over time. So I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen the TV series. Okay. Or read the book. Love like, that miniseries. So in, unfortunately, it, my nostalgia gets in the way. He mentioned yeah. that that one line was like, "They all float down here, Georgie." Yeah. Isn't it supposed to be on that scene that he's talking about? They all float. 
Oh, uh, well, they mentioned it more than once in the movie. Yeah, they mentioned yeah, it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a bunch it comes from the Georgie but, thing. Yeah, 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 but they don't. They, he doesn't say it then. The only the first time it. that he says it is when he's at the house for. Correct. Um, it's kind of an Easter egg to the not to the book in the other one. You know, I can't remember. I think he does say it in that first scene, but I honestly can't remember. I don't think he does. No, I don't think he does either because I was looking for it and I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine that he didn't say that. You float down here because you know, of course, in the miniseries, you have it where you know they all float. You don't see him get his arm cut off. Yeah, yeah. But I do. Yeah. enjoy actors and, and again arms. i'm a hitchcock guy so sometimes what you don't see is even creepier right yeah so mm. when we talk about seven last week with the what's in the box you know like yeah, yeah what yeah. you don't see is just as bad is just as creepy right now, i'm gonna say this people love the bill skarsgård performance right now yeah I like he's it a lot, great right? i like yeah. it i love yeah. heath ledger and i love jack nicholson i love mark hamill but they're all different performances right this is the same thing what tim curry had to do was do it without the effects yeah skarsgård gets the benefit of the effect yeah, so yeah. I'm, hit or I'm miss gonna, though sometimes hit or miss at times yeah. but i'm gonna ride or die for the charisma of tim curry yeah. back in that 1990 <laughs> he's great as pennywise and he gets a lot more airtime mm. yeah do you think that might change when the second one comes out that we'll you see. might reflect yeah. you know what yeah, i mean that might kind of bend it a little bit and again you know how i feel about the novel and the mm-hmm. miniseries conclusion. Let's see how Muschietti yeah. finishes. This I mean, thing Tim Carey is iconic. In the, oh yeah, you know, I mean, definitely, in this role, definitely. You know I mean? But I think Bill Skarsgård does a very good job as far as you know, living up to that performance. What do you think if they change that scene a little bit with the Georgie and of course Pennywise scene, where you don't see the effect of him getting his arm chopped off, but you see him crawling with his arm gone? And I like that scene when you see the arm stretch and grab him. Yeah, yeah. It. That part I enjoy. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that I'm okay part with it. I, I like that right they there. go aerial with him running away because you get a, a distant look at the arm. That's, yeah, you see yeah. the blood and trail. You see it's it good. Grow yeah, yeah. Like Dismemberment. So, yeah, I, I was okay with that. Yeah, so that might have been like a little bit easier way to do it because I remember when I first saw it in theaters, and of course when I'm watching it in theaters, it's got some really good scary moments. Oh there. yeah, I don't know man. if you guys got that too because I think this is your first time watching. Yes, it, right? yeah, second it was. Time it was. Me, I was a little. Third time I don't know. for me. I'm right not here. a big jumper on these horror movies, but there was a few moments. Oh yeah. Well, I was talking to you guys. I think it was the last podcast where I saw scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. I'm a big baby when it comes to scary movies, <laughs> you know. And of course, you know when you're in that setting of the theater and it's all dark yeah. and you're watching it. That's the oh, best yeah. way to got watch him. The whole theater just crowded and everyone's just as scared as you are and you hear a baby crying and you're just oh, like, yeah. why would you take to a baby to this movie? Like, <laughs> no, it, it, the scene, the scary scenes are genuinely creepy yeah. and it's not just all, there's like maybe one or two jump scares that actually happen but like the buildup of the atmosphere is really good. Yeah, Especially, yeah, yeah, it's um one of my favorites was when Ben, uh, is reading up on the history of dairy yes. and then he sees the kid's head in the tree and then all of a sudden he goes down into the the, the basement where they file yeah, the stuff. library basement and then or whatever he sees it is. that kid without the head oh man yeah. that so, whole part creeped me out i was like Ooh. That is, so i'll talk about two kind of uh scenes in that in that section right there where you have you know the kid who's walking down right yes and you yes. don't see that he's headless yes you yes. don't he's going down the stairs going down the stairs you don't see his headless and then because he's cut off by that little area right yeah, there, yeah. That little head away and then you see that he's headless and of course he just starts chasing after ben yeah and yeah pennywise he's like, come here egg boy he calls him egg yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. and, it is weird. and so and then also you have you know in that scene when he's going through the books and you see the person behind him who's just staring at him mm. and so it's kind of you know it's hinted at in this movie that Pennywise is always watching them yeah, at yeah. some point because he knows all this personal information about them. He knows the beep beep Richie. He yeah. knows I was real enough for Georgie Bill, and yeah, yeah, also yeah. like that, you know, kind of a mom. I, I kind of thought <laughs> like in, in that library scene where you see the balloon float by. I remember the miniseries very clearly where the balloons blow up and there's blood. 
I felt like they didn't use some of the stuff that works so well in the book and so well in the miniseries in this particular film. Yeah. Not totally sure why. Maybe they wanted to focus more on the kids in that relationship, which he does mm-hmm. a pretty good job with. But um, the balloons, when they were stacked, too, was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. It looked like uh, the plasticky or something. It's just something didn't feel quite right I about mean, it. I mean, it's supposed to be imagery, and like some of it was kind of lost. Because in I the s- book, when you see the red balloon, it's like it makes you nervous. Yeah, but yeah. Here, a they single, don't have the same effect. Yeah, a single red balloon is, is creepy. But when you have like a whole bunch of them, then it's, weird. it's in like this upside yeah. down pyramid. Yeah, it's like, it was uh, an interesting choice. I would, I would say that single red balloon, it works in that library scene when you see it. Because, of course, you have yes. the person staring at Ben. And, yes, of course, yes. you, you just have it just fuzzy off in the scene you're just like okay right. you know everybody's Pennywise frozen watching, he's the only one who sees and it and no one notices the red balloon and i think maybe some of the reasons they don't include as much of the red balloon imagery from the miniseries of this because they kind of want to go their own direction too. yeah yeah i think so and, yeah which i'm perfectly but again fine as with, we talk and, about all the time when you're doing remakes of, of existing ip yeah. that's the problem right you're always trying to be different and sometimes you know yeah sometimes what works, works yeah. in the book what works in the first time yeah. is the stuff that works it's so. been a while since i've seen the miniseries too it's, as well yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's great because it's aged <laughs> it's very dated I'm it's telling you, very it's, slow. Dated. it's a little it. slow. I, it. I, I yeah. watched I it. it maybe a couple of years ago. Same maybe here. probably like I five it, years. I own it on five VHS. years ago. That's all oh, you need to man, know. That's <laughs> but I, I watched it. We watched it for Halloween with a group of friends, and by the end of it, I was like, "Man, that was very slow." Yeah. Granted, like Tim Curry's performance was great. Harry and, Anderson, yeah. John Ritter. But I can't Annette tell O'Toole. you. I can't tell you tell you anything else that happens in the movie. Like I can. Oh, tell I remember you, Stanley in the bathtub. I remember some of the big moments for sure. Yeah. It was well done. And by the way, they break it up into a miniseries and elongate it. Now, they made two movies, right? So yeah, yeah. you could punish this studio just like you can punish the TV network that made the miniseries. Because, A, it's a long, it's a pretty long novel, for one, like yeah. The Stand is. Um, but also because uh, they want to get the ratings on two different occasions. Well, just like you want to cash in on two different movies. I would so. say it makes sense for this because this is the very first theatrical release. Because before, it was just that miniseries that came right. out straight yeah, to TV. Yeah. And I could see where it's too much to fit into one movie. Mm. Naturally, it's just too much to jump from timeline to time because it's what it's like 1100 pages in the book and then the miniseries is three hours yeah. long too yeah. i kind of I agree see, with you but what i would say yeah. is that the thing that misses here the novel and the miniseries they jump timelines yeah which mm-hmm. i think helps in the narrative right. and helps build the most of Derry main and some of the stuff with pennywise right here because it's a straight line they lose a little bit of that the way the movie moves along with the research yeah. of the town then all of a sudden they're in the house then all of a sudden you got to deal with beverly's dad and etc yeah, et yeah yeah it's it's not it's not perfectly edited together narrative yeah i i agree with that there's like i really enjoyed the movie and there's some things that i find fault with especially with ben becoming this like historical genius about the town yeah. of Derry. Yeah, that's even his evolution role, is awfully quick yeah, yeah. right yeah and then you got the part where you're stabbing pennywise in the head but you still have to have two more conclusions right yeah you got to deal with Beverly's dad and you have to have the one where he goes yeah. back in the well, right? So it, it the way it moves is weird because yeah. I think I just assumed that it was going to jump timelines. And, yeah. and just like the introduction of these outsider characters, Ben, Mike, uh, Beverly, yep. these people, the they Mike come stuff in. Was good. I like that. The, the Mike stuff was good independently, but when he joins in with the group, it just it, it, it seems quick. Yeah, it seems, seems very quick. quick. Yeah. Not enough time and for the foundation. Enough, yeah. He doesn't get enough roadway to begin with with yeah, Mike. Exactly. Mike and Ben don't get as ben much. Doesn't, ben gets time. the shaft here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that both Mike and Ben he gets they don't a few get good as moments. much. Yeah, you know? yeah. But of course, like um, Stranger Things kid. 
uh, whatever his Richie, name is. Finn, Rich, oh, no, 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 he plays not Richie. Richie but I don't know Richie. No, the other Finn, kid was Finn Richie. Yeah. yeah, the other Finn kid was Richie. Yeah, Let me look up what the what Richie the was Harry Anderson in the miniseries. Yeah, Finn yeah, Wolford but, uh, is from Stranger Things. He plays Richie. Yeah, but you know Richie's really funny in this. So is Eddie. Eddie, Eddie is you know, Jake Dylan Glazer from, uh, from Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. So and, uh, <laughs> you've read yeah, the book Eddie. and you've seen the movies. Things don't work out for all these kids. So Ben Ben is my favorite character. Like I I love him, but after him is Richie. Richie is hilarious. Sometimes it's like. <laughs> it's a bit much, you know, but like yeah, by the yeah, end a of little the movie, bit. he wins yeah. you over. Yeah, right? yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's good. Now, but the one I, I didn't like it. was the Stanley character. Uh, and again, I was or used to the miniseries. I did not. Oh, did I just not, didn't no. like him. His weird hair, and it just seemed off to me. Yeah, well, he was he was the the Jewish kid, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the Jewish yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. he didn't kind of get a his his fear though was legitimate. That girl sure, was pretty yeah. yeah. secure. I'll buy that. Now let me ask so. you this: Have you read the book or you've seen the other miniseries? I've right? seen the miniseries. So we know how it ends for basically yeah. all these characters. Yeah, right? we know how it goes. I think like if you don't know that, you could. I would I would assume you like this movie a lot more. Right. But if you know you've seen the miniseries, you read the book, you know how this works out. I'm always watching it unfortunately with the idea of like well how they're going to move forward here mm. what's the next mm-hmm. step what's what are they going for well, yeah yeah and i was i was mm-hmm. kind of like taken aback by some of the choices muschetti makes in the second one they're going to actually have some scenes from they're gonna have flashbacks, yeah. So yeah. they're gonna have kind yeah. of a little bit of time. But if you're gonna do that in the well, in the so. second one, why do it in the first one? Like, were they just not sure they, they just, were gonna I, have? A I sequel? think they weren't sure. I don't know if they weren't sure if they were gonna have a sequel. It's just I don't think they had enough budget to do the casting for the adult members. Right? Just they couldn't get yeah. Bill Hader, you know yeah. I mean? McAvoy, like, and if, Jessica if this, Chastain. Yeah, they weren't if, sure they could get them. Yeah, if this was like a TV miniseries, then yeah, or a Netflix thing where it was like a 13 episode one season, I'm sure you could get the actors. You could get all settled in. You can get. 13 or even 10 solid episodes to tell this whole entire story. I think that's perfectly fine. That would have been a decent way to do it too. I think but... it works well, like the stand does mm-hmm. as a miniseries. I just yeah. think uh, I agree. This is what I would love to see Stephen this as a miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Would so. you say like an HBO kind of five yeah. episode? Yeah, you know, yeah. three yeah. or five Eight, episode harder yeah. right yeah. there. No, yeah, I think so too. And I think with that budget, they could have done the timeline jumping. But people in twenty years, you it. might get that. So, <laughs> so yeah. okay. So can I ask you, what do you guys think about the dialogue and, and the script? Like, um, as far as like in general, or with like just the kids, or with Penny? Well, I mean, Pennywise is have a whole lot of dialogue in general but yeah yeah he, I, here's i think bill skarsgård does a really good job though like it's, it's, it's not with what he has yeah for the what he has he does. Yeah. now this is one of those scripts that have been gone through the car wash a few times now carrie yes. fukunagua who yes. took over for the john bond 25 movie did the last rewrites i think if i, if I understand it correctly it to me felt like it had been through the car wash a couple mm. times. The so, editing and the dialogue goes hand in hand. That like they cut here and there, they squeezed it together to get to the conclusion, the the mm-hmm. big uh, ending moments that they needed to get to. So there were moments that I was like, it's not flowing the way I want it to, mm. especially because I care about this story so much. But. When you get to the kids interacting and when the Losers Club really start coming together, I think they start to nail it. Yeah. It starts to kind of get a good vibe. And and that's what I was making reference to. I feel like the dialogue between the kids is very believable. Probably oh, what yeah. it like, works best. Like when they're razzing each other and they're making jokes and stuff like that. Their uh, the timidness. The kids on the Richie's block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, all that stuff. I think it. I think that's great. It works really well together. Uh, some of the dialogue between the some adults. Some of the Beverly stuff, Bill. Like, yeah, you know, it was a little bit forced. A little weird, there, yeah, a little yeah. Weird. Yeah, the Ben stuff was good, but the Beverly Bill stuff was weird. Yeah, that's, that's a relationship that has to work, you know. And I'm not trying to totally. I'll have to talk it. about uh, when Ben kisses Beverly, and all oh, the yeah. guys are just like, "Whoa!" Uh, <laughs> just like, like, uh, the only thing that was running through my mind is, "Is, is this when they do the gangbang? Is yeah. this what's gonna happen?" <laughs> all right, oh man, we're about to see orgy. It. Come on, man. There's a no. difference between an orgy and a gangbang. We gotta, we gotta educate you guys. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to reread the ending of that book. <laughs> I don't know if I want to now. 
I kind of just want to let my it, copy. Let it. I've got it highlighted for <laughs> my you. My memories <laughs> are so pleasant. I don't want to reruin. I've got it tabbed and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. So, but with this movie overall, like I think as far as like that first iteration, Ken Fuganawa, I think it was, or whatever his name was, um, Gary uh, Fuganawa. Yeah, from True Detective, he's got Bond. Yeah, now, so, so I think originally this this original story I, I felt it was going to be a lot worse than what it was they had like different names for certain characters you know and i'm glad we got what we got because you also had uh you had will porter who was going to be originally like pennywise yeah. too as well mm, interesting um, and again so, went through the car wash a few times yeah i mean so. do you guys want to hear some of the like there was almost casting yeah, or give us, yeah, yeah, so, 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 so uh for almost casting uh in consideration so ideas that were kind of thrown out there was like hugo weaving from of course you like know it. uh yeah, yeah i'm okay with that was it red school mr anderson and, uh, Matrix, of course yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah yeah um tim curry was actually offered a chance to come back oh, and oh really yeah, i would have loved it yeah but i think he, he knew he was a little bit older too yeah. and i don't think he could have done i, I you know he's a little bit more bound didn't he have a stroke recently i think so too yeah yeah he's more wheelchair bound now yeah yeah i heard so, he hasn't really recovered but from that it yeah. would have been nice to see him and we do see a puppet of tim curry too and yeah. yes that was, yeah, pretty, cool. I like yeah, that was nice yeah, yeah. yeah. um nice, nice. ben mendelson well who uh would have gotten no, it um, sick of him. he's from rogue <laughs> one as well yep, sick of him. um and this is kind of rumor casting so it wasn't actually confirmed but rumor casting was tilda swinton uh was considered or for a rumor casting it was tilda swinton mm, from pennywise. she was in yeah she was for pennywise really she was in snowpiercer kinda, snowpiercer she oh, was yeah, in, uh, yeah 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 she's captain doctor doctor strange uh yes yeah. uh yeah, the, yeah. the so, ancient one the ancient yeah, yeah, yeah. one yeah the ancient one um tom hiddleston rumor casting jim carrey William Ooh, Defoe. Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey, which I don't, Defoe? I don't see it. Oh, William shoot. Defoe, I wouldn't yeah. have mind, but Jim Carrey, I don't William know. Defoe, I like. Carrey, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that his star is faded enough for him to kind of yeah. take a dark tone the like good that. Thing, he it, can be super distracting because of who he is. So the good thing about Will, if they casted Willem Defoe for that, they could save money on makeup and effects because he already looks creepy. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> he so. always looks creepy. But, um, other they I, shouldn't have put that stupid <laughs> hobgoblin or goblin, uh, green yeah, goblin mask on him. Well, yeah, let him ride, man. I know we talked about other stuff. Shades that, on but, him. <laughs> um, other uh, rumor casting uh, was Johnny Depp, which I definitely no. wouldn't have. Oh, like, man. Um, <laughs> he's, he's in the bucket with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doug Jones, which uh, he was in uh, Pan's Lambert. Oh, yeah. He's mm, the guy okay. from Hellboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's really yeah. famous for just, you know, being Frequently in, works with Del Toro. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. famous for being yeah, okay in with costume. That one. So I yeah. think that would have been okay. Yep. And then Channing Tatum, for whatever reason. Oh, really? A little out of left field. I don't see that at all. Just as long as Pennywise is shirtless the whole time. The most handsome Pennywise, yeah. Well, I know we can't. Abs we're not going to jump too too far ahead, but once like when you see the first one, now that we know the trailer is out for the second one and it's coming September sixth, did you disagree with any of the adults that were casted? No, were you I okay with them. Hater? Mm. You're okay with Chastity? Even with the okay with Old Spice guy? Yeah, even yeah, with the Old Spice the old guy. guy. I actually yeah, really yeah, like them. I guess, I like I guess I'm okay casting. with most of them. The yeah. Jay Ryan character that's going to play adult Ben, he's got to get that right. Really? So I'm a little yeah. concerned about that. And then the older Henry Bowers has to be right, and I don't know that actor very well. It's playing the older one, you know. So they could have got somebody more famous for that. I think right now, as far as with like the kid casting and at least the adult casting with the exception probably of Henry Bowers is you know what it all seems pretty solid and spot on we know James McAvoy can do it yeah um, I like I saw McAvoy as more of a of a um Stanley than oh really is it Stanley or as Bill well I right. like who they cast as Stanley too he's the guy from Swamp Thing I know you Correct, guys haven't yeah. seen that one yet, just <laughs> yet but uh but I definitely like the Stanley casting and I think as far as like some of the, the steps they've missed maybe in that first one as far as like Stanley's trauma and how much it has affected him I think they'll be able to hit that in the second two-parter in the second movie, as far as it being, you know, they're showing when Stan gets the call, I think they'll do a good job in far as mm. showing how much it has really affected him yeah, and how much yeah. these childhood traumas lead into adult James trauma, Ransom so. plays the and, older Eddie. The Eddie arc is really important, too. Yeah. So. so 
Can I mention like uh or uh, I'm sorry uh, in the movie they do this 80s 80s cleanup uh, montage oh with the blood yeah I with the blood it. I hated it it was I a, hated it. Was it. Was it. experience should have been boys or no it should have been uh, new kids on the block <laughs> whole soundtrack new yeah. kids on the block you but, got the right stuff like I I don't know like I I know it's a period piece I understand it's a period piece but I'm not watching so, how about period. the moment where the door closes and the new kids poster is on the oh, back yeah no, that, that was, was great good. that was great. Yeah. Come on. That was great, but I feel like that scene when they did like okay. the montage, it was a it was a satire or a spoof. What, you know what, what I think? About... Muschietti is a horror uh-huh. guy. I feel like uh, he he doesn't quite understand some of that stuff quite as well when he's trying to put it in the movie. Yeah. So what he, a... he was nailing the blood, and the blood was creepy because there was so much oh, of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. you go back to it and clean it up with sponges and mops. It was kind of felt weird, right? Yeah. It was a little bit out of place. Yeah, I mean, but it's I still the bonding. It. Yeah, yeah. But I still yeah. for the bonding yeah. purpose. They could have did something better, but it's just weird. It went on for maybe a touch. Oh, as far as music. It goes. What about uh, what was it? Ride the lightning with the rock fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah they're having the rock fight. Oh, and that just, that scene <laughs> I love it when he's like rock war. And you got a belt. You just like yeah. fuck you, and he gets yeah. hit with the rock. You know what I like oh, about I it, it is they so. actually linger on it for a while. Yeah, it's yeah. Not just yeah. one kid getting hit. There's a bunch of rocks being thrown. So yeah. I kind of like that. <laughs> they have an intense like, fight. Legitim- yells. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately, those three kids. I don't care how big you are, you're still going against five people. So that's five rocks compared to your three. Yeah. So you're not gonna win. And it's not called a rock war. It's called a stoning. That's what that's <laughs> that called. Yeah. Yeah. When it's kids, it's a rock war. When you're adults, yeah, you're it's rock. a stoning. Uh, yeah, okay, I get works. you. <laughs> Did, were we okay with Henry Bowers killing his dad? Would that scene yeah. work out for you? He, I thought, he thought also okay. kills his two mm. friends in a deleted scene, too. Really? Oh, right? Yeah, so he actually it shows him driving up, I think, to the house where Pennywise is. Yeah, and yeah. He's, got Bel- he's driving in Belch's car, and then his other friend, I can't remember, I don't think he ever really gets a name. Not Patrick, but yeah, yeah. basically they, they're just shown killed. You know, mm. they he's killed him with a knife interesting and, uh, I like as far as like uh, if you've noticed where you have like the TV that's always playing in the background yeah, and it's yeah. always this kids show right yeah and Pennywise is the one who's kind of running and so you always hear follow the clown down to the sewers the sewers is where we want to go we yeah, all yeah, float yeah. down there I do like that yeah. so I kind of like the idea as far as because typically in the town of Derry, when Pennywise has gone through his cycle, and keep in mind, I think it's usually in the book, it's not like a set 27 years. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's flex time, basically. Right. Yeah, I kind of so, got a creep, he goes into hibernation, uh, creepers, creepers yeah, yeah, kind of feel. It's, yeah. it's around, it's around, it's not, it's not a set 27 years, around And then how long years. he's up there reigning is. He, it's about uh, yeah. one to three years typically that he's yeah. reigning, I guess, until he's stuffed or, you know, mm, until he's yeah. had his fill and then yeah, he goes yeah. back to his long sleep that he calls it. But. Basically, what happens is when every time he kind of wakes up, all these negative emotions and dairy are just kind of amplified. Mm, so, like, yeah, yeah. you know, if you guys, I guess if you're just like a regular racist, you're now in an extreme racist, you know, <laughs> right. all that stuff, right? It's the just violence picks amplified. up and it's at, serves yeah. as a distraction from and, the kids disappearing and so and on and yeah. so forth. I like how, as far as when they're showing like this kids' TV show that's always playing, that's Pennywise obviously behind because they talk about the clown, it's always the adults kind of watching it or listening to it mm. while they're asleep. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of interesting that maybe Pennywise influences the adults to a certain extent. Mm. And so, yeah. It, yeah. So that's yeah. kind of really. Really interesting. I do. I and did like that. I, maybe we could have got a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, I did like the father shooting the ground in front of Henry Bowers. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was, was like, I wonder where he gets it from. You yeah. know, like, yeah, it's like <laughs> definitely the kind of ambulance that he's a terrible yeah. parent. Yeah. You're a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that but, was. It was. You but know, that quote. But the kid's also a little fucker. So. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, okay, I wrote it. I wrote here. 
all the all the kids in Derry are pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I grew up in the Northeast. Everybody, even yeah. all adults, yeah. they're all no, awful. All the adults are pedophiles, and all the kids are pieces of shit. <laughs> like, like, look, keep, okay. keep it in mind, I terrible. cut you guys yeah. off all the time. I'm from the Northeast, so this is just, it's in our blood. <laughs> but, okay, the scene when uh, Beverly is trying to distract the, the pharmacist, and it's like, oh, your glasses make oh, you look like yeah. Clark Kent. Creepy, but and he's like, okay. oh, you look like Lois Lane. Ew! Yeah. I, I literally vomited yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> all the adults are pedophiles. Yeah, but I did he like that, that show. So I did like that quote that the dad said something to get a paper man to crumble, but fear something, yeah. like, something along so, those yeah, lines. Yeah, he talks yeah. about it was fear. Clever. So it's, yeah, it was it's very a big clever. Thing in there, I didn't do so. it justice. So <laughs> this is my um, this is my little movie pitch right here. You ready for it? Right, let's, let's see if you it. like it. Right. So. I would have liked a prequel with it, with Pennywise, mm. where you have the kids of Derry still trying to team up and try to, you know, kill Pennywise or get rid of him. Of course, you take it 27 or 3 years before the current timeline, except they fail. Mm. Oh, and they all die. Either they all die, or basically, this is what happens. A lot of them die, or they basically grow up and they become Eddie's mom. They become basically Henry Bowers' dad. Yeah. They I become Beverly's that. dad. Oh, yeah. And so to the yeah. point where, you know, not only do they die, but they fail and they turn into, you know, the parents previously that raised them and because they're still influenced by Pennywise and that's why Eddie's mother is so protective yeah, because yeah. she knows what's really out I kinda there. I kind of like yeah. that. Now you know, if, and, I do like that. You know, if it chapter fail, two makes $800 million worldwide, we might get that. Yeah. And I'd, I'd probably pay to see that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I would I would like to see just kind of this old dairy and just, you know, I guess how fucked up things really get in this town. And so <laughs> I don't that think has six times the national average of kidnapping and deaths. And <laughs> To me, it really matters how they conclude chapter two and how they do the ending because the you know the, even the ending in the novel is a little weird. The ending in the miniseries is a little weird. So we got to see what they make but Pennywise to me he's the it character is like Freddy Krueger it's like Jason you can yeah. run these things out and keep yeah. moving around definitely there. got a Freddy Krueger kind of feel yeah, it's from got a it. vibe yeah, yeah. He, it's a lasting impact it's, the, it's the fear yeah. and stuff like he's that he's the star everybody else is just ancillary and we could keep that story going no, but Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to ask you guys, you know, what's your favorite kind of scare scene in there mm, so that's far? Literally yeah, that's literally what I was yeah, going to oh, ask. Really? Yeah. Okay, there we go. We're connected. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, the scares were good, and I did like how they did crappy. it. They did it uh -huh. like uh, rapid fire. This character, then this character, then this character. Yeah, some of them were crappy. Like Richie's, crappy. They, they sped through it. Like, yeah, oh, my, yeah. my fear is clowns. Okay, it has yeah. to be clowns because they couldn't, like, Although I like the scene. Yeah, it's a little long. Yeah, yeah. And then the lady with the weird face that's chasing him was a stand. I didn't love the way that looked. No. I, that one actually scared me pretty bad. Yeah. So, yeah, Especially but. when she's like sucking on his face yeah. and then they come in and then she like releases him. And that part I liked. Yeah. I, the, in the beginning when you first see her, I thought it looked a little goofy. Mm. Plus it was daylight too. It was more daylight yeah. in that scene. It's a little dark little in that weird. room. But yeah, it, yeah. I, I would say as far as the scares goes, the isolation scares I think are very good compared to the mm. scares when I they're agree. together yeah, as yeah. a group. And I think kind of what happens too is it's very scary in the beginning. And so you have the scare point starting off really high as far as the isolation scares. Yeah. But as they come together, the scares are getting less and less scary. And I think that's mainly because they're becoming less afraid of Pennywise. Yeah, and yeah. And of course, you have that iconic scene where he's like dancing in front of Beverly. And he's like, it seems like a guy who's really trying to like get her scared. Yeah. But just isn't going anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. So I she is you. a super strong character. And I like Sophia Lil Lily or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something. She's a very good actress. She did a good job. And her moments were the best. The sink exploding with yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah. Just the sheer amount great. of blood. Yeah, and yeah. The moment with the father i thought both of those yeah worked man. really well yeah real creepy that yeah. guy's got a yeah. creepy face yeah. he, he pulled it off too so. yeah he does a good <laughs> job with that so yeah but it's yeah the whole thing with the father and especially you know 
and of course we kind of have to talk a little bit about the end scene too where they're just beating the shit oh yeah of, yeah, you know, yeah they're just beating the shit out of pennywise and of course and i did like that because they are playing off of that he's getting weaker because they are less afraid of him and yeah. stuff and he's desperately trying cornered to animal kind yeah, of. yeah 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 cornered animal he's desperately trying to bring out these fears and trying to turn from each each character to character trying to bring it out but it's not working and I did like that but in the ending what made them think that they killed him like they just let him go yeah. he he like convulses and then he throws himself kind of falling back. apart yeah. he's like chipping away a little yeah, bit but so he falls down there. the hole that yeah. they couldn't even really get down I think they believe that because they came together as a unit that was going to be enough to yeah, destroy he, him he did, he did mention or Bill Billy he did mention that oh we know that you're going to die because you're going to starve now because you can't yeah. feed on our fears and I was thinking that's dumb how many people are in Derry that he yeah. can just make them afraid well, he's going through Bill, the town exactly. there's a lot of Bill's a pretty blowing. confident kid <laughs> yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like they thought that they killed him, well, but nothing about that made it seem like they did. Yeah, they stopped yeah. mid, some truth like mid and fight, think, and then they just let him go. And what's I up with the kids know. that are floating around? Yeah, they're I mean, dead. They're just, dead. That's just weird. They float down there, man. Yeah, they all. <laughs> float. I thought that was like you an unnecessary float. sort of CGI. He fills them up with a bunch of helium <laughs> if that works. And, <laughs> and what's up with Beverly floating? She was on her way up there. Yeah, she's she's gonna die. Gazed by the deadites or whatever it is. So, but I would say like as far as like. I think with the kids, they uh, I think they kind of knew he wasn't fully dead because, of course, they make that promise to come back. If he's yeah. not, they're not entirely too sure. Yeah. But and I definitely like it where he really is a Pennywise does become a corner animal because he makes an offer to say, basically, yeah. if you let me keep Bill, yeah, you, I'll spare all of you. Yeah. Which you I know, did like that. Go live happy lives. Yeah. Yeah. And, I like that, too. And I like how, you know, because, of course, he's, he's it, saying, it's you the give final. Me him, it's the final pack. And you guys can get away. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, Richie's like, now I got to <laughs> kill the fucking and again, clown. And it gives and Richie so, that awesome moment. Like, you punched me in the face. You screwed me over. But you know what? Yeah. Now I'm pissed. I got to take a baseball. I kill the clown. And what's interesting, too, is with these characters, when they become adults is they all except for mike because mike is the one who stays in dairy yeah and the thing is is if you move away from dairy you start you forget you forget yeah, about yeah. all the events that have happened to you you know childhood trauma but mike is the only one who remembers because he stays in dairy and he doesn't really become successful all, everyone all the other else, ones become successful yeah, everyone yeah. else who left dairy all these kids from the loser clubs they all became insanely successful and none of them can have children so that's like kind of the thing you know when they're adults they can't have any kids for whatever reason. They just can't have any kids with their, you know, their ordeal with Pennywise. Yeah. And they're all just insane. That would mess successful. up your prequel plan if that happens generation after generation. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, they stay in Derry, but I don't know. Yeah, so, I guess they, yeah. maybe there's, so a, difference maybe there's there. a loophole somewhere. But. So as I was watching this movie, there's two things that came from D&D that I was thinking about while I was watching this movie. Questicles. The yeah. turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um, first thing was... Stop separating. Like in yeah. in D and D, when you split the party, that means you're going to die. Everyone is going to die. I don't know, man. Total Lego Bloom from back in the rear with the <laughs> yeah. longbow. No, no, splitting the party meaning that <laughs> so, oh, I'm going to go over oh, here. Yeah, and yeah. Then, never yeah. a good idea. Never Bill, split Bill the party. Bill does it a lot. Now I kind of rewinded the scene a little bit with Stanley when they're all in the sewers together. Yeah, it looks almost. And rewatch that scene if you still have it on with you. It looks like Stanley almost kind of teleports away. From yeah, it's a totally different area. Yeah, and he looks lost and confused because you see him with there. And then all of a sudden he he's sees gone. the painting yeah. lady and then he's just in a completely new area. Yeah. And so I yeah, wanted to ask you guys that because I rewinded it and it's just it looks like yeah. he actually teleports Agreed. somewhere. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do think that it was like some like visual effects that Pennywise might have done to kind of isolate him. But in the actual house and everywhere else, they kept on separating. They're like, oh, I'm going to go in this room and look for this. Yeah. He sees Eddie or like what he thinks is Eddie inside the room. Richie. Play and, yeah. yeah. And then he. Um, uh, no, no. This is the other room. It's dark. 
dark and it's filled with uh-huh. a bunch of clowns that are covered. Oh, okay, and yeah. Stuff. Uh-huh. And he sees something moving. He's like, "Hey, Eddie, what are you doing in here? You just saw that Eddie was behind you. Why do you think he's in this room?" Then he goes in the room by himself, and then now he's. To, to me, it messes with my brain with like, what exactly are Pennywise's powers, and does he have more powers above ground? I guess with more fear I mean, in the house than he does in the sewer. I think it's just it's a little bit confusing what yeah. exactly that guy can do. And I see mm. what you mean as far as what it's all over the place. And I guess it's one of those things where the answer it's better just shrouded in mystery. Yeah, right? yeah. He yeah. Just has but this... if you show us more now, yeah. now we have questions. I think I think all <laughs> so it, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a problem. Yeah, but yeah. I think all it is is he has a massive influence on this town in general because of course he influences you know as far as what they can see what they can't see and of course the tv you know everything he has a massive influence just all over Derry, and it could be just how his powers work he's a shapeshifter and he's able to exploit fears out let me ask you guys uh-huh. this: What what door do you choose? Scary? Uh, oh, scary! Yeah, yeah, scary yeah, or not scary at all? Where are you um, going with? I was gonna say go with the most scary one. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah. I would just go right for it. Let's go, let's go all in. They both look at each other and yeah. they go straight to not scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, come like, on, oh man! My God. And it's you still a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> still a dead body. So I am wondering what maybe, is the most yeah. scary. Maybe that wasn't the not scary. Yeah, at yeah. The one thing maybe it's a mind game. The bummer with Bill Skarsgård again. I like his performance, so no no shots there, but. With Curry, you get this comic timing that you don't yeah. really get with well, the Bill Skarsgård character. You know, yeah, I there's like, moments there, there's yeah. opportunity for comedy, but we don't quite get it. Yeah, right? yeah, uh-huh. I agree. I think that with Bill Skarsgård, he, there are moments where he tries to be funny, and they don't come but he's off so as creepy. Funny. Yeah, the creepiness yeah. is really good, but the, the comedy is not there with Tim so. Curry. Uh-huh. With Tim Curry, he does have a bit of comedic timing that yeah. when he delivers, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. And then you're like, Kiss me, oh, fat boy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like. Works better. <laughs> when you said, hey, Egg Boy, I thought that was funny, but that was like the only thing so, uh, with Bill And I Scarsgard. feel like the uh-huh. more funny version is more in spirit with the novel and what King wanted, although King loves this movie, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess... I always see as Pennywise just likes to fuck around too. Like he, he <laughs> yeah, just likes to true. fuck with you. And I see like as far as like all his influence is all there just to mess with you. Like the whole scary, not scary mm-hmm. at all thing. Mm-hmm. That's him. Although it's not him directly doing it, it's him influencing it. And of course, there's other scenes too where he's like pretending to eat. You know, uh, Eddie's arm. He's getting ready to eat it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no, no. He's just throwing yeah. it off. <laughs> okay, let's talk. So. I know we're running out of time, but let's talk a little bit about when Bill makes a decision to shoot. Uh, little Georgie. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Okay. Any thoughts on that? Because so, I, I was a little bit taken aback by when how I, that played out. <laughs> so when I first saw the Are movie. Are you sure, Bill? Maybe, maybe you want to think it through a little yeah. bit. It's so, very aggressive. It, it, when I first saw the movie and he shot Georgie for, and because it's kind of just like, it's just him as Georgie for a good little while. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it's a minute. Yeah. Georgie? It's a pretty yeah. good conversation. And I was right? waiting for like Pennywise to walk out and just be like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was really him. You, you killed your brother. Uh-oh. Like, you know, the, the you little. up now, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> the little uh, subtle dialogue, I did appreciate it when when he reminds her, we call Boats uh, her, or like, you know, she. She's, yeah, we call yeah, it she's. We call yeah. it she's. And like, you know, I remember that from the very beginning, and it was really subtle and stuff like that, or maybe not as subtle as, as one would think. But I, I realized, oh, okay, so this is when he realizes that this is not really Georgie, and then he shoots it. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he knows it's yeah. just, it's Pennywise. And of course, I think that's a good scene when, like, you have Georgie, and of course, like, he turns into the clown. Yeah. And then his oh. legs get, yeah, I think no, we that was, about it before, that was too, really but, good yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of even though like some of the cgi of course is hit or miss i think there's still 
a lot of really solid scares yeah, and yeah. scenes yeah. that work yeah. well. And, and the tone, like again, like it does go a little all over the place. It, the tone I was mostly okay with. I like the stuff with Mike where he's being taught by the is that the grandfather or the uncle or something. Yeah, like that. Grand, no, yeah. the father is the father. It's, it's, it's grandfather. No, it's not the father. Oh, oh, it's grandfather. Yeah. The fire, remember? But uh, but whoever it is, he's showing him how to kill the animals or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like some of that stuff was cool. We didn't get that in the miniseries. Yeah, so yeah. It was interesting to see some more backstory there. So yeah, yeah. the um, the zombie, the zombie leopard, that looked yeah. terrible for, for 2017. It looked, yeah. it looked so bad. Yeah. Like we by this time we had The Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead looks so much, much better than this crappy. You gotta, yeah. it, it makes me wonder like what the studio exactly thought because they gave him 35 million dollars. And Mischetti had done Mama, which was well received, didn't make a ton mm -hmm. of money, right? So you know, it's it. It's IP. They would have assumed it was going to make budget at least and make a profit yeah. in some way. Maybe give them sixty million. Who's, you know, because it looks like they were just cutting uh, a little bit short. What, what studios behind it? Is it uh, Sony see. or Fox? Or I got you. I got yeah. Thanks for looking that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't look that up. <laughs> yeah, but oh gosh, I don't think I have. I don't know what else I have left to say on this movie. Um, uh, well, I wanted to tell you my favorite scares. Yeah, of this movie. yeah. Tell me your favorite scares. Uh, the one was the egg boy that yeah, would bend. Uh, the the second one was when Billy was going down into the basement. Then he sees Georgie in the corner. This is the first time that yeah. he sees Georgie alive again. We all float down here. Yeah, we and then uh, here. and then uh, what is his name? Pennywise slowly rises out of the water, and he does like this weird run where he's like throwing oh, his shoulders yeah. really, really quickly. I really like that. And then the last one that I thought was like. It would have been hit and miss for some people. For me, I thought it was really good. Was the slideshow? Yeah, that's when, what I was about to talk when about. When it was right going now, yeah. really quickly, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it slowly reveals think, sense. Pennywise. Uh, I thought that was great. I think the slideshow one is my favorite because they were kind of able to hold back a little bit in the trailer because you see the slideshow thing in the trailer, right? Yeah. But what you don't see is Pennywise kind of jump at them. That's through the part the I like. Yeah, the end part. And of that. I remember in the trailer or in the movie theater. And that's a really that. good effect. It looks good because he yeah. looks so huge, which yeah, I thought was yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like it when he goes out there and he's chasing. He just looks like this huge mass thing going after and I'm just and I remember watching the theaters like oh shit that was yeah. actually because at that point you know you're getting all these isolation scares the the, the weird thing and, is again like so it's New Line and Warner Brothers that does it but you you some of those smaller moments work really well the graphics don't distract especially when they're in a darker room and stuff like that yeah so why make the choice to do the leper when you in don't daylight. have the budget to do it or just mm. give him the extra money to make it look better you know I think it's also, obviously he's influenced mm. by Del Toro those movies are more expensive but those effects are pretty yeah. amazing all the I time can, so I don't know why they shortchange yeah. him a little bit I think it's as far as when it comes to of course you're, you're opening the scene of attacking a kid killing a kid basically right. which is you know of course that sets the tone horror. for this movie yes. and actually seeing the arm being ripped off basically is the difference between the novel, the miniseries, yeah. and this one. Right? It, it does set everything It's the grown-up version of it. Right? As far as like usually horror movies go, or movies in general, it's killing kids is not usually a common thing. Yeah. So it sets the tone as far as, like, no, we're here to kill kids. And also, too, when it shows... I, I like the daylight scares. They could have been done a little bit better, for sure. But the daylight scares show that you're not safe. Yeah. Anywhere, any point, any time, daylight, yeah, yeah. nighttime, and the fact that Pennywise has such personal knowledge, you know, information yeah, about you. I'll he knows that. the beep beep Richie. You know, he knows <laughs> what's going on with Beverly's dad. He knows everything, and it's just that he's always watching. I think it's just that you're in a constant state of fear, and that's what he wants you in. They could have given him like maybe sixty million. They got the see, money. You know, I don't know why they shortchanged him, but you know, I they, think maybe even Mama, fifteen million dollars. Mama million. wasn't successful, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah it but, turned a profit. So I knew. I think maybe they knew it was going to be critically, you know, at least well but yeah as far as it goes this is kind of all i've got left to say with that movie it's it's really i wouldn't say fun it's got some really good scares it is really fun it does yeah, have yeah. really good move you know moments i would say i enjoy it a little bit better than the miniseries although the miniseries is iconic and of course nostalgia does get in the way it's just mainly because 
with this, it does I take move, offense to that. Yeah, it moves, it moves quicker. <laughs> it moves quicker in this Yes, one. yes, it and does. And honestly, it I think does. I'll be able to judge it a little bit better as far as when we that, get that second yeah, parter. I you know, yeah, see, yeah. I don't know. I almost feel like works, my, my so. review or my opinion is incomplete until I see the second Yeah, one. and I think I agree, maybe, I agree. yeah, if you guys want to give it a rating or anything like that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be a lot more complete when we get that second parter and we can judge it a little bit more towards the miniseries. With me, you know... I give it eight. I give it eight point seven. You know, uh, crawling Georgies. You know, mm. in uh, <laughs> Georgie arms Armless, or whatever it is. So. <laughs> you mm. know, and some gazebos. So yeah. gazebos is bullshit. <laughs> That's a funny scene. Yeah, yeah, that is good. I, I give it an eight seven because you know what? I was really scared. You know, and especially watching in a dark theater too. And of course, everyone knows I'm a baby when it comes to scary movies. You <laughs> yeah. know, I always watch it with my eyes semi closed so that I can close it just in case something really scary happens. Mm. And so, <laughs> but. 8.7 for me for a rating. That's uh, pretty fair. That's high for me, but that's I, I get it. That's yeah. the horror goes. Uh, for me, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, comparing it to the original TV series and stuff, I thought that the beginning of this movie was a little bit slow, but much quicker than the TV series yeah. that came out. I thought uh, the, the CG and the effects were hit and miss. Some of them really got me. The times that they were creepy and, and the, the scares, they were genuinely creepy. And there were moments where I was just at the edge of my seat and I was like oh man the thing that sucked though is when I was watching it streaming and some of the high points like mm -hmm. the climaxes it started buffering and I was like oh, oh my goodness oh, is that right yeah yeah such a tease yeah, yeah. it was it was definitely a tease <laughs> it takes I was you getting, out of the moment I was, yeah. I was getting so mad but still like it wasn't lost the, I, the, I, the score is done by uh, Muschietti's sister by yeah, the way oh really yeah. I, I want to throw that in because it was really good I, yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't good. I didn't mention it but I, I had it written down there were some audio effects that were really, really good. good yeah, yeah. like sound the, editing and yeah, score it was, well it was really good like overall I thought it was a very enjoyable movie I liked the script I could really feel the relationship among the friends or some things that were mm -hmm. like kind of pieced together and went really quickly and I'm like ah that's kind Could've of used a little D&D &D. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit of a stretch here and there but I'm, I'm gonna give it a pretty high score I'm gonna give it an 8.5 so 8.5 wow, uh, yeah you guys are all uh, red you love yeah, horror horror all yeah. I, well like the thing is is when I see a good horror movie there's a lot of crappy horror movies oh out there's there. a ton yeah there's a ton yeah, of them yeah, but a whole the ratio of them. is like yeah. Yeah. For every 10 one is good <laughs> yeah. yeah but but Even when I if that if that yeah that's giving him some credit <laughs> so so with that, when I find something that's actually really good that I enjoy, I'm going to give it a high score. Yeah, so, yeah fair no, enough. I can see that. I get All it. Right, now, I'll, I'll caveat this and say, look, I agree with you. They make so many crappy horror movies. We get sucked into so many things that are a waste of time. Um, to have one that's well-made, I'm not going to say necessarily it's good per se. I give it a fair rating, so it's a solid film. But it's well-made. And I give it. I give the director, I give Muschietti credit. I want to see other stuff that he does, right? Yeah, so he's yeah. Getting the keys to some other stuff. Obviously, in a couple of weeks, we're going to see it too. So I'm giving it a six. 0. I did, I gave it a 6.0 in 2017 when I first saw it. I'm not moving it one way or the other. Again, it feels somewhat incomplete because I think when I see right. chapter two and how they deal with the finality of it, we'll see how it plays out. A few things, like I, I think the miniseries is better. I like when they interweave the timelines. Yeah. It works a little bit better. Some of the effects kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, I was, you know, I'm a ride or die for Tim Curry and his Pennywise, mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. I wasn't super impressed with uh, with Bill Skarsgård's performance, but I like what they did overall. Right. And for the most part, the script, I can tell it's been through the car wash, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been Schneider-versed. It's been, like, noted to death, so I could see that it affected the story and the, the way they edited the movie together. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of things that are good. Some of the bonding moments are really good. A couple of the scares, the sink scene, the blood, Beverly's character is really oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Some of that stuff's really, really well done, so a six puts it right above 
above the Phantom Thread, which came out that year, and uh, we're a little bit below Thor Ragnarok. So mm. that's kind of where it sits for me. Yeah. But it's it's somewhat rewatchable, and I think if the second one really pulls it pulls it off and is really really good mm -hmm. you'll want to watch them together now what i would say is you guys say that they they squeeze it together and make it watchable in two hours basically it's two hours two fifteen okay so it's a little bit over two you know i like this story it's a long novel why not stretch it out yeah i say mini series five episodes mm -hmm. or you know a, a long two-parter yeah. or something like that. Mm -hmm. I felt like we could have spent a little more time with building the Losers Club yeah. up together. I think yeah. either way, I, I understand making this part one and part two and keeping the timelines very separate when it comes to the movie, you know, doing a theatrical release. But yeah, if, if it was a miniseries and you're giving that type of budget to a miniseries, whether it's HBO, maybe not Netflix, but you know, HBO. You HBO would have killed it. Yeah, <laughs> so. it would have done a really good job. And I think, you know, that's definitely a good point to put it. And, and again, um, it's weird. Again, New Line, Warner Brothers probably should have known it was going to be somewhat of a hit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that being the case, why I mean, why nickel and dime? They projected 60 million. Uh, their numbers was 60 million for opening weekend. And of course, it did. It crushed it. Yeah. yeah. It crushed yeah, it. Yeah, it. You know, people people are hungry for this be. stuff. And like you guys said, I know you guys are the horror guys. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of horror movie I can ride for. For because it's it, it gives you enough it gives you a good story with good character moments good character development a good villain but also a few of those gross out moments just yeah. enough right just so enough. it just wasn't quite there altogether mm, yeah. for me mm. so no i can see that uh we're gonna skip we've got mail we're running a little short on time today but don't be afraid you can still email us over on talkingflick at gmail.com or tweet at us flicking flick underscore talking <laughs> right, nick didn't uh, do it but i'll do it yeah, talking flick at gmail.com gmail. oh <laughs> the tripod so oh <laughs> uh, yeah i, I waited like for it so uh, we'll move on to our next segment. So recommendations. So anything you guys are reading, watching. So I went back and I finally finished watching Godzilla King of Monsters. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so right. we talk you about wasting halfway. time. It's right? been like long four movie. weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Man, this is a long movie. I only movie. went like 25 <laughs> minutes in or something. I can't remember how much I watched, but I started yeah. from the beginning and I did it the right way. That's Mike Doherty, I think, who did Godzilla King of Monsters. He's a horror guy. He did Krampus. Okay. Uh, trick or Treat. So, you know, again, horror guys are getting the keys to some of the bigger IP. Yeah. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't no. awful. Certainly watchable. I think if you watch it on the big screen, you were entertained. Yeah. Mm. Too many monsters. They Spider-Man 3'd it with just too much shit going on. Yeah. Not enough story. Killing off characters without development. As a whole, I didn't like it. I don't certainly don't recommend it. It'll fall on dis the disappointments list. Yeah. So, but I did watch something amazing, which I want to pub a little bit. Today I went and saw Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. Mm. Now I didn't rate it higher than Avengers Endgame, and I'm still processing it. By the time the pod breaks, I'll probably have a review up on RealWatchability.com. It's going to be number two, number three of the year. It's Fighting with Yesterday, that movie I liked about the Beatles music. Yeah, yeah. Very well done. It's a first time director. I want to get it right. Tyler Nilsson and Mike Schwartz, a team up, right? I think they've done a couple of shorts, but they're not super experienced. In the film, there are some weird edits and the way the narrative moves along quickly. Almost the same mistakes as It, right? Um, it's a little bit rushed, but the moments they get right, the bonding between yeah, the character, yeah. Shia LaBeouf, what a great performance by him. Dakota Johnson, a great performance. And the Down Syndrome fellow is uh, Zach uh, uh, Gotskin, I think. Mm. He's amazing. This mm. might be like Oscar time for him. <laughs> he kills it. And he, I mean, they don't, it's not patronizing. It's it's a legit Tom Sawyer modern story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ride right into it, and it's a great. Definitely time. got that so. feel. It's it's one of the movies that when I saw the trailer, I was pretty motivated to watching, and I was supposed to watch it with you, but yeah, we, uh, you. you know, you ditched me. <laughs> you're like, yeah. all you're gonna do is make fun of me and cut me off. And I was like, yeah, come on, let's go. I got more things going yeah. on. <laughs> I stared at my phone after I received a text. I was like, f you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he edited me out. That's it. He just it reminded me very much of a movie that came out in 2012 that I didn't get to pub 
well because before the podcast time, but I did pub it on Real Watchability. It was called Beast of the Southern Wild, and it takes you to the South, and it really puts you in. Beast of the Southern Wild was post-Katrina New Orleans, mm. and it follows a little girl who's very, very good. Kwasani Wallace or whatever. She won an Oscar. She was amazing. Um, this movie is kind of the same thing for Peanut Butter Falcon. It takes you in the South. You feel the humidity. Yeah, you yeah. feel the swamp, and, and the music has that Southern vibe to it. It really wins you over. There are some problems with it. There are some goofy moments. I'll wait till you guys see it. Um, but I'm telling you, it's well worth your time, and it's like nothing else you've seen this year. It's a feel-good movie? I would say mostly it's it's honest at times, but it's shooting for that feel good stuff. Mm, okay. So you don't get every feel good moment you want, but there's enough of it. It doesn't that, try too hard though. It doesn't. It tries to be honest. I think okay. it, it okay. fails a couple times, but for the most part, it's earnest. You know, I love to say that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And it's not patronizing, and that's the best stuff about <laughs> it. So okay, we'll we'll get you a, a, a thesaurus, Nick, so that you no, can no, go no. Through I like different the word. Now. <laughs> I use them over and over again. No, Do we use juxtaposition. <laughs> no, we didn't use it. This time. Uh, you got anything you want to recommend, Ryan? Or yeah, uh, actually, uh, I. For all of you out there, you know I like my music. I, I, I suggest a lot of things that are not just TV He's taking up all my uh, space on my iPod. <laughs> um, actually, I've been listening to a lot of comedians, and uh, he has a Netflix series. If you haven't checked him out, his name is Kyle Kinane, and he is hilarious. Oh, man. I came across one of his uh, stand-up routines on uh, a radio station on Sirius XM, and... Uh, it was so funny that I had to listen to the entire special, and it's well worth it. He has a couple of CDs out, like four or five of them. you got to check it out. He's funny. As is, always, is there a comp for him? What do you mean? Is he like Adam Sandler funny? Oh, no. I, like... no it's, you know, all these comedians, they have their own, it's their like, own different thing. feels okay. and stuff like that. But just check him out because it, it, you're going to have a good time regardless. And uh, I was just listening to him as I was at work, and the whole time I was just smiling and laughing out. People were looking at me like I'm weird. But that's all the time. So yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But Kyle Kinane, check him out. He has a, a special on Netflix, but you can find all of his stuff on Spotify. Okay, nice. Uh, for my recommendations, I actually finished The Leftovers. Oh, yes. okay. So I yes. finished The Leftovers. <laughs> can I just um, mention one thing? It's yeah, a very yeah. small spoiler. The Wait, did Ryan see it all? No, nope, I haven't oh, seen okay. it yet. It's a very small <laughs> one. It's okay. Yeah. It's the, all right. The baby on the bridge. The that, baby on the that bridge? That scene where the baby is on the ground. and I don't want to spoil it Oh, that's season two. That's season two. Yeah, that's season two oh, right that there. Is, yeah, that moment is devastating. Yeah, absolutely. I could I could even sit down when that was happening. Yeah, because I because that that show is dark and you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So I was. I still was, don't know I, what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So I would say <laughs> I don't want to give it away too much, but that scene <laughs> no. really blows you. Away. No, the leftovers solid and solid ending two. Season three was kind of. Were you okay little... with like the sort of science fictiony ending or the I maybe was fine science with it, actually? Fiction? You, you know, okay? I was fine because it feels as far as like with each season, it has a di very different theme. It still has that religious theme all kind of. Through throughout it as well yeah um and there definitely are unanswered questions that you just don't really get but it answers enough of the questions as far as kind of somewhat of what happens it doesn't explain everything but you kind of have to look at it and it really is i feel like this is kind of a cop-out saying it's all about the journey right you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like it really is and, all and about the, the journey relationships relationships yeah. built relationships broken yeah in so, devastating ways basically. yeah <laughs> it, it really is all about the journey and i think great live tyler as, performance too yeah i mean she gets that she does a good weird. job yeah. yeah and i would say as far as like if you got answers to as far as like the kevin garvey storylines and as far as like the why as far as being the leftovers with the two percent were you then, okay like, with the spy 90%. episode? His James Bond episode? Oh, I thought I always think those shows are they're crazy, but they're meant to be crazy. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So they're crazy, but they're meant to be crazy. My identical twin brother. It's and unbelievable, so, yeah. But you know, 
same thing. It's just if we would have gotten question those questions answered with the Kevin Garvey storyline with the ninety eight percent with the two percent. Justin Thoreau, right? We found out is he the voice of uh, what's his face and Lady and the Tramp? He's yeah, he's there. the yeah, voice of yeah, 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 the Tramp. He's the, the Tramp. tramp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we don't get all those questions answered. But you know what? He's I too think, handsome to be animated. Yeah, Come if, on, Disney. <laughs> if we got those questions answered, I don't think we would have liked them. So it's better. Yeah, if we I agree. Just I, left as listen, a mystery. Yeah, really, yeah. some of those so, questions, like the intent on something like the Rapture or the idea of it, you're not supposed to be answered. Yeah, you're not supposed to answer. I know it's a cop out, but still, it's the journey, you know. Right, and right, I can't really right. poke too many holes into it, as far as because we didn't get answers so, to those questions. Okay, just, one last question because I know we got to tie it up. But the pivot between season one, season two, and a less of a pivot between two and three, were you okay with the way it kind of evolved? Yeah, you know, it was I a was, hard evolve yeah, from one to two. It's a sure. very hard evolve, but I am fine with it. It definitely seems like they weren't sure how exactly they were going to end it, which I think it was I'm a fine course with. correct. And it was almost like a course. I think maybe they wanted to answer questions. The yeah. book ends essentially somewhere around season one. Yeah. Book is just season and then one. They, that's everything it. else is just them kind of going as they yeah, go. They're right? going off of it, yeah. but season one is still solid. Um, the book would be really nice to check out for sure, but I did not. That's, read the book. Yeah. That's, that's what I just finished up was leftovers. I also watched this uh, Netflix documentary. It was West, West side barbell versus the world. Mm, so, uh, okay. yeah, that sounds like about? something that you'd watch. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, Westside Barbell is a gym out in Columbus, Ohio, and it is an intense gym for yeah. mainly like powerlifters and extreme athletes too. As that's well. that's Tyler so, right yeah. there. Well, I'm not really. I'm not these, going yeah, to this gym. These, yeah, these guys are uh, these guys are pulling some weight. So. If, if you guys yeah. don't know, Tyler's like 350 pounds of muscle. I'm not that heavy, but, <laughs> but he looks uh, like he'll rip a phone three, book in 325, half 325. and then <laughs> take a bite out of an anvil. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's honestly he gave us protein yeah. bars at the beginning of yeah, the. Like, you, guys are looking, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, you guys I are bring looking wine, small. He brings protein bars. That's the difference between us. He's like, if you're gonna hang out with me, you gotta bulk up. Yeah, bulk up with this. But as as far as the documentary goes, you know, it's good. It shows just how crazy people like this are who are addicted. I guess you could say addicted to the iron. You know, and keep in mind when it comes to these West Side barbell people. They all juice, and if you don't know what yeah. that means, they're steroid users. So, no, no, no. By the way, no, no, Welsh is great. If you haven't seen yeah. it, Tyler, I know you guys aren't sports fans, but the Screwball documentary on Netflix that covers the Alex Rodriguez steroid thing. Oh, really? It's, it's it goes deeper than just baseball. It's a really interesting I story bet, yeah, about I mean, HGH and stuff. And it's interesting because with this West Side Barber people, it's really just like you know they've broken records a bunch of different times within that gym and pushing the body to the absolute the further abs- than where it should basically be. <laughs> you know you're bleeding through your nose you're bleeding through yeah. your ears from lifting wow, so much weight yeah and you know the louis simmons is he's basically the owner of it he is in his 80s and he's still working out um he can't do as much as he can and he knows that he can't but it's just you know with these guys mentality it's lift as heavy as you can be as alpha as you can and just take as much drugs as you can yeah, without yeah. overdosing and so some of these guys though you know they die from enlarged organs which is typically a side effect from steroid abuse on a and weird so... note jake the snake roberts shows up in peanut butter falcon because oh there really, is a what? That's really oh, cool. wow. oh yeah 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 of yeah. course yes of course he, he he looks rough and, oh, and there's a couple yeah, documentaries yeah. i don't know them by name but there's a couple documentaries about wrestlers razor ramon etc mm. these guys that like the aftermath of speaking of yeah, what there. happens afterwards like so i love wwe all that stuff like just the history behind it and all this different storylines and stuff you know it's kind of it's basically a, a soap opera for men and women sure. now and stuff like that i was but, there till brett the hitman heart the excellence of execution and then i checked out but uh <laughs> what's his name the guy that played um uh, mankind uh i forget his name 
name. Uh, Mankind. Uh, Who's that? Oh, is that? Uh, uh, he was also Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah. He was multiple yeah. characters. But he came out with a book, uh, Have a Nice Day. If you haven't read it, man. Glenn this, Foley? Yeah, Glenn, uh, no, Mick Foley. Mick Foley, Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Oh, yeah, man. His story is crazy. And he is like a glutton for punishment. You've got to check it out. Read the book. Go into his history because it's insane. Like, it blew me away when I found out about all this stuff. But, yeah, that's all I want to draw out there. <laughs> all right. Where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. I know we're in a lull right now, but we're going to be releasing a bunch of episodes pretty soon. So be prepared for that. But, hey, we still have a huge library of episodes where we get into a bunch of crazy fantasy antics. So check us out. It's a D&D real play role play collaborative storytelling podcast. You can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcast or in iTunes, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, yeah, Facebook, whatever. Uh, Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. Awesome. You can find me at realwatchability.com if you want to know where Peter Butter Falcon falls on the top 10 of the year list. Uh, check it out. The review will probably be up by the time the pod breaks. So you can check it out there. And uh, you can always hit me up on Twitter as long as you're nice at Real Watch. So. <laughs> don't be nice. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be nice. <laughs> and as always, we'll have a link in the description for everyone's uh, podcast, websites, as well as their Twitter handle. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter, Flick underscore talking. Follow us there. Tweet at us. Chat with us. Uh, TalkingFlick at gmail.com. TalkingFlick at gmail.com. Oh, man. You messed me up. I was about to cut you off. <laughs> if you're going to rate us. If you're going to rate us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. That's the main one. Um, yes, definitely yes, make as many definitely. accounts as you can. Leave as much reviews as you can. Tell your friends. Tell your family if you're really We like know you show. listen to us there. Yeah. Just take yeah, a second and rate us We can see the listen. So <laughs> we know we're getting new listeners. So, so. All, all our content. We have like over 30-something episodes out, and it's all free. Just for you. Just yeah. for you, audience member. I'm speaking directly to you. If, just leave us a review. Yeah, That's just it. leave us a review. Just say, hey. We'll take okay, job. Stars. I'll take that. Yeah. Just make sure it's yeah. five stars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like cool listen yeah. or just a smiley face or even an eggplant emoji. I'll take that. I'll take an eggplant emoji. <laughs> I don't That's like fine, producer so. Ryan. Three and a half stars. Yeah, we'll settle. We'll stars. take it. Four and a half stars. So, hey, man, leave a review for us. Hey, if you want to become a Patreon, there's also a link in the description. If you want to throw in a dollar, help give us, you know, oh, yeah. more content. We'll do that. Need some new microphones, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we need so. beer money. <laughs> yeah, we need protein bar money. So <laughs> We're oh, pretentious. Man. We drink wine, but, so. We need, yeah, we need the funds. We need some sort of money. Come on, help us oh, out. Yeah, hey, Patreon, you know where to go, guys. Uh, that's all I got for you. Why don't you finish us off, Ryan? Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Who invited Molly Ringwald to the group? Yeah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> the gazebos is bullshit. <laughs> that's what that means.